Hare Krishna. Welcome to this episode of Ask Me Anything Mondays. This is episode 22, AM AM, Ask Me Anything Mondays. So uh, in these episodes, we try to answer your questions from Srila Prabhupada's books. So um, we will say our Mangalacharan prayers and immediately get into the questions. Right? Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Ajnanati Mirandhasya Jnananjana Shalakaya Chakshurun Militam Yena Tasmai Shri Gurave Namaha Shri Chaitanya Manobhishtam Sthapitam Yena Bhutale Swayam Rupahakadamahyam Dadati Svapadantikam Vandeham Shri Guru Shri Yutapadakamalam Shri Gurun Vaishnavamscha Shri Rupam Sagrajatam Sahagana Raghunathan Vitam Tamsajivam Sadvaitam Savadutam Parijana Sahitam Krishna Chaitanya Devam Shri Radha Krishna Padan Sahagana Lalita Shri Vishakhan Vitamscha He Krishna Karuna Sindho, Dina Bandho Jagatpate, Gopesha Gopika Kanta, Radha Kanta Namostute, Tapta Kanchana Gaurangi, Radhe Vrindavaneshwari, Vrishabhanu Sute Devi, Pranamami Hari Priye, Vanchakalpatarubhyascha, Kripa Sindhubhya Evacha, Patitanam Pavanebhyo, Vaishnavebhyo Namonamaha, Namaom Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prashtaya Bhutale Shrimate Bhakti Vedanta Swaminiti Namine Namaste Saraswati Deve Gauravani Pracharine Nirvishesha Sunyavadi Paschatya Deshatarine Jaya Shri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Shri Advaita Gadadhar Shri Vasadi Gaurabhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. So welcome to episode 22 of Ask Me Anything Mondays, AM AM session. So um, in these sessions, we'll be answering your questions from Srila Prabhupada's books. And our first question, I, I'm sorry, I was a bit late for that session. So that... Um, Specific link has expired, so the general live link is on. Alright, so quickly we will go to the questions. So, Bhakta Dimitri is asking, in the last Srimad Bhagavatam class, Sundagopal Prabhu said that a devotee before going to the spiritual world is allowed to enjoy in the material world just like Prachetas. I didn't get that point. Do every devotee go through this or how? Please clarify. So, um, if the devotee, sometimes the devotee may want because he's not pure yet okay let's go to that purport that actual verse so we'll quickly touch upon that 
32 it is there actually explained in the purport of that verse shrimad bhagavatam canto 4 chapter 30 verse 2 is the verse that is that we are talking about so here you see so it's actually in the prabhupada's purport itself so as stated in the previous verse rudragitena simply by chanting the prayers offered by lord shiva to vishnu the prachetas were transferred to the spiritual world sometimes devotees desire to enjoy material happiness also therefore by the arrangement of the supreme personality of godhead the devotee is given a chance to enjoy the material world before his final entrance into the spiritual world sometimes the devotee is transferred to a heavenly planet to janaloka maharloka tapoloka siddhaloka and so on however pure devotee never aspires for any kind of material happiness the pure devotee is consequently transferred directly to vaikuntha loka which is described here as param in this verse vidura asks maitreya the disciple of brihaspati about the different achievements of the prachetas so <clears throat> here is the answer pure devotee he does not want to take another birth but sometimes like dhruv maharaj dhruv maharaj wanted to uh, get a position greater than lord brahma one second so dhruv maharaj he wanted a position greater than lord brahma but then in the course of his meditation for 6 months that he did um he became a pure devotee by then by the time he saw the lord um so he said i don't want any of this anymore it's like i was asking for some broken pieces of glass but you are the most valuable diamond um i have gotten you and even great sages and demigods cannot get you devamunindra guhyam but i have got a new so i don't want anything else so he became a pure devotee but then krishna wants to show that you know he is not he he is not incapable of bestowing his devotees with all opulence so at that point krishna gives opulence he gave him the pole star the dhruvalok which is is actually a vaikuntha loka and he gave him supremacy and 36000 years he was ruling there so in those cases it is because he knows that this, this devotee will never um be bewildered by the material energy and therefore he gives them and and the devotee also uses it properly like you see shri prabhupada he went to america and after that he was given so much opulence 100, 108 temples all over the world in a brief span of like 11 years so that is opulence but Shri Prabhupada never misused it. Another example is Sudama, Sudama Vipra. Uh, he did not need anything. His wife needed something, uh, but then he went there and he did not even ask and came back. But Lord Krishna fulfilled. Hmm. He gave him so much opulence, but then what did Sudama do? He did not revel in the, um, you know, uh, royal opulences. No, he just was in his own room. He was doing his, you know, puja and chanting like that. he was serving krishna all the way he he did not change his demeanor just because of the situation that is called dukkhesh vanudvigna manah sukheshu vigata spriha uh, so he is not a, a devotee a pure devotee he does not lament when something uh, some reversal happens or he does not unnecessarily rejoice when some 
you know happiness comes material happiness favorable situation he in the both situations he will glorify the lord in the unfavorable situation he says oh this is the mercy of the lord he has reduced my suffering and in the favorable situation he will use it in the service of the lord okay this is by krishna's mercy so let me use it let me use this advantage in krishna's service so in that way he is always um, you know equipoised whereas um, non pure devotee he may be carried away and if he has some desires that's why the demigods they are all devotees they are all devotees but they have material desires and krishna fulfills that and still lets them um, you know perform devotional service as uh, assistants of uh, him in the affairs of management of the universe so those demigods are actually examples of not only demigods even great devotees in other material planets like janaloka maharloka tapoloka satyaloka there are so many uh, living entities they are still in the material world but they are great devotees so those who are not ready yet they may go to the higher planetary systems in fact shri prabhupada said most of my devotees most of my disciples will end up in the heavenly planets prabhupada said that so that is because you know not achieving the pure status but still there is advantage okay you go to the higher planets of course there is also the risk of falling down back again but then of course if one is you know <clears throat> serious then he will progress from there but if one is serious now in this life then we don't have to come back here again so that is the whole thing so what are prabhu is saying um 3912 super purport <laughs> on materialistic devotees compared to pure devotees okay let's see 3912 so dimitri prabhu is asking so they continue to progress on heavenly planets there is chance to continue to progress they can fall back also like demigods many of them fall back but as we know neha bhikramanashosti pratyavayo na vidyate svalpam apyasya dharmasya trayate mahato bhayat so ordinary people you know doing ritualistic ceremonies and going to heavenly planets they may easily fall down and they will easily fall down unless they of course contact pure devotees there but a pure uh, i mean a person who has done devotional service and gone to heavenly planets is a bit different from those who have commit i mean uh, performed fruitive rituals so the the benefit is more for such a person so definitely krishna will give him chances to continue because krishna has promised in the bhagavad gita it will never be lost so it will never be lost so uh, 3912 nati prasidati nati prasidati tathopachitopacharair aradhita suraganair hridibaddha kamaih यत्सर्वूतदया सद सदलभ्यको नानाजनेश्वितुहृदरात्मा मै लॉर्ड यू नॉट वेरी मच सैटिस्फाइड बै द वर्शिप ऑफ द डेमिगॉड्स हु अरेंज फॉर योर वर्शिप वेरी पॉम्पसली विद वेरियस पैरफेनेलिया बट हु आर फुल ऑफ मेटीरियल हैंक्रिंग्स यूर सिचुएटेड इन एवरी वन हार्ट एज अ सुपर सोल जस्ट टू शो योर कॉजलेस मर्सी एंड योर द इटर्नल वेल विशर बट यू आर अनबल फॉर द नॉन डिवोटिंग purport the demigods this is a big long okay <laughs> okay let's try to finish as soon as possible the demigods in the celestial heavenly planets who are appointed administrators of the material affairs are also devotees of the lord 
But at the same time, they have desires for material opulence and sense gratification. The Lord is so kind that He awards them all sorts of material happiness, more than they can desire. But He is not satisfied with them because they are not pure devotees. The Lord does not want any one of His innumerable sons, the living entities, to remain in the material world of threefold miseries to perpetually suffer the material pangs of birth, death, old age and disease. The demigods in the heavenly planets and many devotees on this planet also want to remain in the material world as devotees of the Lord and take advantage of material happiness. They do so at a risk of falling down to the lower status of existence and this makes the Lord dissatisfied with them. Pure devotees are not desirous of any material enjoyment nor are they averse to it. They completely dovetail uh, their desires with the desires of the Lord and perform nothing on their personal account. Arjuna is a good example. On his own sentiment, due to family affection, Arjuna did not want to fight. But finally, after hearing Srimad Bhagavad Gita, he agreed to fight in the interests of the Lord. Therefore, the Lord is very much satisfied with pure devotees because they do not act for sense gratification but only in terms of the Lord's desire. As Paramatma or Super Soul, he is situated in everyone's heart, always giving everyone the chance of good counsel. Thus, everyone should take the opportunity and render transcendental loving service to him wholly and solely. The non-devotees, however, are neither like the demigods nor like the pure devotees. So, this is important. Pure devotees, I mean, demigods are also devotees. Suragana. Uh, but they are not pure devotees, but they are not non-devotees. Hmm. So, the non-devotees, however, are neither like the demigods nor like the pure devotees, but are averse to the transcendental relationship with the Lord. They have revolted against the Lord and must perpetually undergo the reactions of their own activities. Bhagavad Gita 4 or 11 states, Ye Although the Lord is equally kind to every living being, the living beings on their own part are able to please the Lord to either a greater or lesser extent. See? Ye So the, the pure devotee pleases the Lord to a greater extent. Demigods, when the Lord says he is not pleased, he is pleased but not as much as with the pure, pure devotees. But he is absolutely displeased with the non-devotees. The demigods are, are called Sakama devotees or devotees with material desires in mind while the pure devotees are called Nishkama devotees because they have no desires for their personal interests. The Sakama devotees are self-interested because they do not think of others and therefore they are not able to satisfy the Lord perfectly whereas the pure devotees take the missionary responsibility of turning non-devotees into devotees and they are therefore able to satisfy the Lord more than the demigods. The Lord is unmindful of the non-devotees, although He is sitting within everyone's heart as well-wisher and super-soul. However, He also gives them the chance to receive His mercy through His pure devotees who are engaged in missionary activities. Sometimes the Lord Himself descends for missionary activities as He did in the form of Lord Chaitanya. But mostly, He sends His bona fide representatives and thus He shows His causeless mercy towards the non-devotees. The Lord is so satisfied with His pure devotees that He wants to give them the credit for missionary success although he could do the work personally. This is the sign of his satisfaction with his pure Nishkama devotees compared to the Sakama devotees. Actually, it's a very nice statement here. The Lord actually prefers to send his devotees down than come himself. Because when he comes himself and you know liberates people, uh, he will get the credit. But he wants his devotees to get the credit, so he will always send Acharyas who are his pure devotees and they liberate everyone and they get the fame and that's what Krishna wants to see. That's a very nice point. Um, this is a sign of his satisfaction with his pure Nishkama devotees compared to the Sakama devotees. By such transcendental activities, the Lord simultaneously becomes free from the charge of partiality and exhibits his pleasure with the devotees. Hmm. 
Now a question arises if the Lord is sitting in the hearts of non-devotees why are they not moved to become devotees It may be answered that the stubborn non-devotees are like the barren land or alkaline field where no agricultural activities can be successful As part and parcel of the Lord every individual living entity has a minute independent quality or quantity of independence and by misuse of this minute independence the non-devotees commit offense after offense to both the Lord and his pure devotees engaged in missionary work As a result of such acts they become as barren as an alkaline field where there is no strength to produce it's a beautiful purport actually <clears throat> so um yeah thank you super prabhu for that so this is actually a very very nice explanation of the whole thing all right so uh next question actually vijay sharma prabhu is asking here a question that we will be covering in a in another person's question as well so i will just i will just um, skip this for the for the time being in the comment section i think krishna dasa is putting so many hearts one heart enough <laughs> because i have to sift through so many comments for me to see the questions so please help me with that so okay this is a long question though wow we have covered everything I do not know how to make it work. Okay, anyway, I'll try to read it. Let's see if we can How am I going to speak? <laughs> Should be a little shorter actually. Okay. So this is by Bhakta Dimitri again. In a morning walk Shri Prabhupada said that after leaving this material body a devotee is transferred to Krishna where whether it's material world or spiritual world and it's like apprenticeship does it mean that we have to go through a period of such apprenticeship in order to be eligible to go to the spiritual world yes um ps actually snugopal prabhu shared a verse on this topic way back ago but i don't remember his explanation and the verse itself is not clear for me especially the purport madhyalila 20.397 the morning walk is attached below Okay, the morning walk says. Uh, I don't know whether you can see this anymore. Hmm. So Germany, June nineteen nineteen seventy four. Madhavananda asks. Then, as soon as one begins to understand who he is, the transmigration stops. Prabhupada, yes. What is that understanding? To understand who he is, right? Madhavananda said. So, what is that understanding? Understanding is that I am eternal servant of Krishna so let me surrender to Krishna as he wants and serve him this is life as soon as he is on this platform then he is out of illusion and if he is perfect then just after giving up this body he goes to Krishna this is the process if he does not fall from this transcendental service of Krishna then immediately after death he is transferred just like we are transferred from this gross body to subtle body similarly death after death the devotee is transferred immediately to the Krishna where Krishna is there either within this material world or 
they are first of all given chance to go to krishna in any brahmanda there is krishna nithilila is going on so he is born there then actually plays with krishna dance with krishna and talks with krishna apprenticeship this is also apprenticeship here so is there any difficulty of perception so that's what shri prabhupada said so as you can see there is apprenticeship so what happens is he goes to when he becomes perfect he goes to krishna leela within this material world in any brahmanda that we it said so he may even get out of this brahmanda and go to another brahmanda another universe bhakta subramanyam is putting many many oh come on you're putting all this prayer hands don't do so many times please because it's i have to as i told i have to sift through many comments to see the questions so please don't do that oh this is this is going on and on don't do that please that's very disturbing for me okay so uh, so this is the thing so this is how it happens so he goes to uh, the brahmanda where krishna is doing his leela cause nitya leela if not in this brahmanda in another brahmanda he is there so he gets trained up there final training and then goes to the spiritual world and you quoted what you quoted something madhulila 20.397 okay cc madhya 20 Just imagine how many verses are there in this chapter. Matayeva Golokasthane Nitya Vihar Brahmandagane Krame Prakatya Tahar Srila Bhakti Siddhant. Okay, let's read the translation. The eternal pastimes of Krishna are continuously taking place in the original Goloka Vrindavan planet. These same pastimes are gradually manifested within the material world in each and every Brahmanda. Shri Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur elucidates this complicated explanation of Krishna's pastimes. Krishna's pastimes are always present in the material world in one of the many universes. These pastimes appear in the universes one after another, just as the sun moves across the sky and measures the time. Krishna's appearance may be manifested in this universe at one moment and immediately after his birth, this pastime is manifested in the next universe. After his killing of Putana is manifested in this universe, it is ma- next manifested in another universe. Thus, all the pastimes of Krishna are eternally existing both in the original Golok Vrindavan planet and in the material universes. The 125 years calculated in our solar system to be Krishna's lifetime equal one moment for Krishna. One moment, these pastimes are manifested in one universe and the next moment, they are manifested in the next universe. So, every 125 years, Krishna goes to another universe. There are unlimited universes and Krishna's pastimes are manifested one moment after the other in all of them. This rotation is explained through the example of the sun's moving across the sky. Yeah. Krishna appears and disappears in innumerable universes just as the sun appears and disappears during the day. Although the sun appears to rise and set, it is continuously shining somewhere on the earth. Similarly, although Krishna's pastimes seem to appear and disappear, they are continuously existing in one brahmanda or universe or another. Thus all of Krishna's leelas are present simultaneously throughout the innumerable universes. By our limited senses we cannot appreciate this. Therefore Krishna's eternal pastimes are very difficult for us to understand. one should try to understand how they are taking place by understanding the analogy of the sun although the lord is appearing constantly in the material universes his pastimes are eternally present in the original goloka vrindavan therefore these pastimes are called nitya leela eternally present pastimes 
because we cannot see what is going on in other universes it is a little difficult for us to understand how krishna is eternally manifesting his pastimes there are 14 manus in one day of brahma and this time calculation is also taking place in other universes krishna's pastimes are manifested before 14 manus expire although it is a little difficult to understand the eternal pastimes of krishna in this way we must accept the verdict of the vedic literatures so anyway after this is oh okay actually here is no mention okay uh, let's read the whole thing There are two types of devotees the sadhaka who is preparing for perfection and the siddha who is already perfect As far as those who are already perfect are concerned Lord Krishna says in the Bhagavad Gita 4.9 Jaktva deham punarjanmanaiti mame disorjuna After giving up this material body such a devotee comes to me After leaving the material body the perfect devotee takes birth from the womb of a gopi on a planet where Krishna's pastimes are going on This may be in this universe or another universe This statement is found in the Ujjwal Nilamani. So, it's the source is also mentioned here. Ujjwal Nilamani. But the exact verse is not given here. Ujjwal Nilamani is a book written by Srila Rupa Goswami. Which is commented upon by Vishwana Chakravarti Thakur. So, more evidence. When a devotee becomes perfect, he is transferred to the universe where Krishna's pastimes are taking place. Krishna's eternal associates go wherever Krishna manifests his pastimes. As stated before, first the father and mother and of Krishna appear, then the other associates. Quitting his material body, the perfect devotee also goes to associate with Krishna and his other other associates. So the example of the sun is that, like now, what is the time? Eight, eight, eight o seven p.m. So suppose eight o'clock, which has just passed here. So eight o'clock is eternal, because if it is eight o seven here, somewhere else is eight o'clock, and that eight o'clock. whether in this place or in another place it will continue to exist all the time 8 o'clock will never go away 8 pm will never go away it only changes places but in this particular place it looks like 8 pm has passed and now it's 9 pm 10 pm 11 pm like that so in, in this place yeah it has passed but in another place it is still there so we cannot say 8 pm is here always no but 8 pm is there always but not in one place so it moves from one place to another likewise the pastimes of krishna may have passed from this universe but they are going on in another place you see that is the thing Okay, so I hope that answers the question. I think Vijay Sharma Prabhu also asked the same question. His Bhakta Subramanian has, I think, put fifty pranams. If you want to do fifty pranams, please do in the mind. Hare Krishna, my pranams to you. But please don't put in the comment section. what about before reaching the spiritual world is there a chance to join the leela of guru and or mahaprabhu if still one is still not a pure devotee if one is still not a pure devotee he will not immediately join krishna leela if he is perfect in this purport uh, here it is said that when he is perfect yes then he joins krishna leela in the material world and goes back apprenticeship but if he is not perfect he cannot have the audience of krishna just yet he has to still undergo lifetimes of purification 
So that's the process. Okay, let's go to the next question. Because I want to finish this fast. I don't want to do very, very, very long. Okay, so next question also by Dimitri. So Dr. Dimitri is asking, what is the right understanding that this material world is real but temporary? So Nukopal Prabhu in his class on 429.2b Explain that this material world is a dream, therefore it's unreal. How to understand the seemingly seeming contradiction? So, a, re- a dream is unreal, but the effect of a dream is real. You see? Like, um, if a tiger is attacking us in the dream, then... Um, the tiger is not real, but then the fear is real. So, similarly, ultimately, I mean, we may experience, this is a dreamlike situation in this material world, but there's like a dream, it's, it's real but temporary, in the sense that we really feel the fear of being in the presence of a tiger, if the tiger is there. Or we may feel happy for some reason, and we really feel happy. As if we are happy in this real world. This is also not a real world. It's just a longer dream. That's why we call it real. But actually, this also lasts for how long a person lives. 60 years, 70 years, 80 years. I don't know. So, that many years, this lasts. This dream. Whereas those dreams uh, last a few seconds. But from the viewpoint of eternity, they're all as brief. So in that sense, I hope that is clear. I think Prabhu quoted... um, You can go and read this, you know, 4.29, you can do your homework. 4.29, 35, you see? Arthehya vidyamane pi samsritirna nivartate manasalinga rupena svapne vicharato yatha. Sometimes we suffer because we see a tiger in a dream or a snake in a vision, but actually there is neither a tiger nor a snake. Thus we create some situation in a subtle form and suffer the consequences. These sufferings cannot be mitigated unless we are awakened from our dream. So we also similarly have to awaken from our dream of, you know, this material world. So that awakening means coming to Krishna Consciousness. Okay, so Vijay Sharma Prabhu is asking another question, but you know what, I will go in order, I will, I will come back to the question. And um, you have asked about... Um, you have asked about Bhishma Panchaka Vrata for five days. So, uh, I want to know what Vrata they do for these five days. 
I wish to understand that also. So if you can leave that in the comment, I will address your question in a while. All right, so next question. Yeah, actually just now Bhakta Dimitri's question uh, Awakening from the Dream Srimad Bhagavatam 4.29.35 This verse There's a lecture of uh, Sundukopal Prabhu on that That link I think was shared I think it can be shared again in this comment section Because that link expired We we started late So maybe That can be shared Not the removing the dust of lust Yes, that one Okay, so Next question. So by Shivani Rampal. My question is, what does Krishna mean in the Bhagavad Gita when he says, my devotees are never vanquished? Hare Krishna, thank you. So it means that sometimes devotees think this means that, uh, you know, Devotees will never die. <laughs> That's not the case. That is not at all the case. Because one who has taken birth has to die. I mean, the body will die. So it is true. It is as true for the devotee as it is for the non-devotee. You see? So that is not an exception. So what does it mean that the devotee does not get vanquished? That means his devotional service, whatever he has done, will never be vanquished. Neha bhikramana shosti. First of all, my body will never be vanquished. This is the 9.31 verse in the Bhagavad Gita. Kaunteya pratijanihi name bhakta pranashati. So, so this is the thing. Declare it boldly that my body never perishes. So this perishes, never perishes means not that it does not die at all. No, no. He is never, uh, that's the thing, we, we are, are not pure, so we think protection means protection of the body. That's not the case. Uh, he protects the devotional service and whatever we have done, he keeps it. And next life, he, if we have not finished, he allows us to continue from there on. So this is an important thing that devotees should understand. Neha bhikraman ashosti pratyavayo navidyate svalpam apyasya dharmasya trayate mahato bhayat. In this endeavor, there is no loss or diminution, and a little advancement on this path can protect one from the most dangerous type of fear. So, in the 1517 of Srimad Bhagavatam, also he says, states this. Tyaktvasva dharmam charanam bhujam harer. Bhajan napakvotha patetato yadi yatrakva bhadram abhuda mushyakim kovartha apto bhajatam swadharmataha. One who has forsaken his material occupations to engage in the devotional service of the Lord may sometimes fall down while in an immature stage, yet there is no danger of his being unsuccessful. This is the meaning of Nami Bhakta Pranashati. On the other hand, a non devotee, although fully engaged in occupational duties, does not gain anything. Now, I want to add one more point here. There is one verse 
in fact somebody asked me this question in an email which i did not reply um okay this is the one because recently um a devotee in bangladesh was killed um by certain rascals so so one devotee asked me prabhu how can this is this breaks my heart because how can a devotee who is protected by krishna be killed in this way now of course it is heartbreaking uh, to receive that news very violently he was killed but here there is some solace in this purport of shri prabhupad shrimad bhagavatam 31637 so this is actually connected with this question my devotees are never vanquished so we we may doubt this how 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 did that happen if krishna has promised well we may also remember that abhimanyu the son of arjuna himself also died in an uh, in a in a way that is not uh, correct it was cheating by the kaurava warriors again abhimanyu is a great devotee of krishna arjuna's son why did this happen and draupadi's five sons were murdered in the night by ashwatthama they were also pure devotees so sometimes we we only again because of our limited vision we only see the body and then you know the limited thing we don't see the full picture of what is the plan like for for example abhimanyu is actually the son of soma or moon god and when krishna wanted to come to this earth i don't know where the reference is for this if somebody knows maybe you can share it in the comment section this is what i have heard or read okay so soma um, because before krishna came he asked all the demigods to appear in the on earth right so at that time soma the moon god also wanted to send his son down but then he says i am very attached to my son this is the problem with the demigods you see they are attached so he said i want my son back after 16 days i can only give him for 16 days so in the moon on the moon planet 16 days is our 16 years here so when he was 16 years old he was killed in the battle so this was the because krishna fulfilled okay fine i mean krishna is coming you have to serve krishna and then still moon god has his you know attachment no i am attached to my son i want him after 16 days sakama devotee so all right you can have him back after 16 days 16 years on earth so he was killed so there's a background so there is always reason for why things happen the way they happen is just that we don't see the full picture so sometimes we may doubt these things i mean krishna told arjuna name bhakta pranashati and then in the battle he killed him just imagine for that, that for a second <laughs> you know of course he did not personally kill him i mean arranged for the nothing happens without krishna's arrangement so he arranged for the death of his son arjuna's son when he promised to arjuna that my devotee never perishes what is that hmm so this we have to understand closely so here in this purport 31637 we can read maybe we read the okay we'll read the purport when something is arranged by the supreme personality of godhead one should not be disturbed by it even if it appears to be a reverse according to one's calculations 
For example, sometimes we see that a powerful creature is killed. Or sometimes he is put into difficulty, just as Haridas Thakur was. He was a great devotee who came into this material world to execute the will of the Lord by preaching the Lord's glories. But Haridas was punished at the hands of the Kazi by being beaten in 22 marketplaces. Similarly, Lord Jesus Christ was crucified. And Prahlad Maharaj was put through so many tribulations. The Pandavas who were direct friends of Krishna lost their kingdom, their wife was insulted and they had to undergo many severe tribulations. Seeing all these reverses affect devotees. Uh, sorry, seeing all these reverses affect devotees, one should not be disturbed. One should simply understand that in these matters there must be some plan of the Supreme Personality of Godhead. The Bhagavatam's conclusion is that a devotee is never disturbed by such reverses. He accepts even reverse conditions as the grace of the Lord. One who continues to serve the Lord even in reverse conditions is assured that he will go back to Godhead. Dayabhak, the word is used, 10.14.8. He, he, that means he becomes eligible, he becomes a rightful inheritor of the heavenly planet, I mean of the Vaikuntha planets. So one who continues to serve the Lord even in reverse conditions is assured that he will go back to Godhead, back to the Vaikuntha planets. Lord Brahma assured the demigods that there was no use in talking about how the disturbing situation of darkness was taking place since the actual fact was that it was ordered by the Supreme Lord. You see? Brahma knew this because he was a great devotee. It was possible for him to understand the plan of the Lord. So this is in concern concerning the the Jaya and Vijaya coming down to the material world. There were so many inauspicious events that happened at that time. The demigods were perplexed, but Lord Brahma knew what the situation was. The demigods could not understand. So this is the thing how we should take. So he, in fact, here he said. Sometimes a preacher may be killed. You know, sometimes a powerful preacher is killed, like Jesus Christ was killed. You see? So these things may happen. But still, Name Bhakta Pranashti still holds. Um, you see? So these things we have to understand in this way that there is some plan of the Lord. Now, we may not know the plan right right away, but the plan is definitely there. <clears throat> okay, so next question. Actually, that was an important question. Okay, so next. So the next question is by Krishna Dasa. Is that the real name? I don't know. How to control lust in other sense, how to deal with it? Well <laughs> In fact yesterday we have done a class removing the dust of lust. So 627 of Bhagavad Gita. I think the link was shared in that other link um, now that it's expired. So the thing is, the lust <coughs> is there because basically, I mean, there can be a very long explanation for this. Um, but in short, 
lust means sense gratification atmendra priti vancha and prema love means krishnendra priti vancha so the desire to satisfy krishna's senses so how to deal with the lust well we just have to become more serious in our krishna consciousness if you're especially talking about sexual lust yeah there's only there's no other way so we have to become serious we have to do things two things we have to do actually a few things we have to do the morning program this is as we know kamesha krodhesha rajoguna samudbhavaha so we have a hint there so we have uh, so the kama comes from rajogun mode of passion so if we come to satvagun then we can you know deal with it. it's not pure we have to come to shuddha satva which is even above mode of goodness but in the beginning we will only climb from uh, passion to goodness and from goodness then to shuddha satva <coughs> now um, that is done by following the instructions of the spiritual master 71525 of shrimad bhagavatam so we one must rise from good ignorance from passion to goodness and finally transcend the three modes but that is automatically done when we serve the spiritual master rajas tamascha satvena satvam chopashamena cha etat sarvam gurau bhaktya purusho hyanjasa jayet one must conquer the modes of passion and ignorance by developing the mode of goodness and then one must become detached from the mode of goodness by promoting oneself to the platform of shuddha satva all this can be automatically done if one engages in the service of the spiritual master with faith and devotion in this way one can conquer the influence of the modes of nature so what is the what what are the um, instructions of the spiritual master that we need to follow engage in the service means what so we have chanting 16 rounds every day following the four regulative principles associating with devotees and following the morning program eating only krishna prasadam if we can stick to this we can conquer lust you may one may say oh prabhu i am doing all these things but you know still the lust is there the, the only reason is because we are not following strictly no. so of course it does not happen overnight that of course with this we can follow all these things but with with how much attention do we follow these things that's the matter like even a beginner devotee may engage in eating krishna prasadam following all the morning program chanting 16 rounds following the four principles but with how much attention that's that also matters like we we may be doing the morning program samsara dava nalalidha loka you know then the fifth verse comes shri radhika madhavayora para and if i say <coughs> if i'm saying shri radhika madhavayo and then i'm thinking of some neighbor radhika somewhere like prabhupad said you know hey radhe you know they will chant and then the thing is thinking about his neighbor neighbor uh, wife radharani and thinking of how to have relationship with her so if that <laughs> if that is the case then it is inattentive right so with how much attention with how much understanding with how much uh, involvement we do that's why uh, what krishna says engage your mind intelligence what is that mayarpita mano buddhir so officially doing service with our body with our mouth that is one thing but our, how much our mind is involved in what we are doing i may be maybe cutting vegetables for krishna but i am thinking of how to enjoy this how to enjoy that you know 
know i'm thinking of this plan that plan this relative that relative this family member you know that happened this happened if i'm thinking all these things and i'm talking some gossip to other devotees and i'm not really in the bhava this is called bhavagrahi janardan krishna accepts our bhava so what is our bhava while we are doing the service hmm. so we must be serious about that so of course it doesn't happen overnight that suddenly we are in ecstasy and you know bhavan it doesn't happen so it takes time but we have to be conscious whenever our mind goes off track we have to be conscious oh this is uh we have gone astray so i have to bring it back bring it back you see ayappa is saying prabhu we have our kau radhika in temple oh that's good if you think of the kau radhika yeah, there is some benefit but there is also the risk that one can become kau next life so <coughs> so we should not so of course giving that cow's milk to krishna is another thing so anyway the thing is this we have to be savai manah krishna padaravindayor amrish maharaj then yes everything else vacham savai kuntha gunanu varane karer harer what is it karau harer mandiram arjanadishu shrutam chakara chuta sat kathodaye so all the things the sensory activities are engaged in krishna's service but first of all the mind was immersed in krishna so that is what is required so with full attention we have to do our service so that is that's why there is this verse in noi 7 if you see nectar of instruction upadeshamritam see this is this is why lust still haunts us um but the cure is also given syat krishna nama charitaadi sitapya vidya pitto patapta rasanasya narochikanu kintu aadarad अनुदिनं खलु सैव जुष्टा स्वाद्वीक्रमाद्भवति तद्गदमूलहंत्री दिस आदरात मीन्स व्हाट केयरफुली आदर इन हिंदी ऑल्सो मीन्स विद रेस्पेक्ट विद अटेंशन केयरफुली इज मेंशन हियर बट इफ यू नो द एक्चुअल वर्ड इन इन हिंदी और इन संस्कृत देन यू विल नो द अदर न्यूएंसेस ऑफ दिस वर्ड केयरफुली मीन्स विथ रेस्पेक्ट विद अटेंशन आदर मीन्स एक्चुअली रेस्पेक्ट किंतु आदरात Huh? and anudinam every day or 24 hours daily constantly so the holy name character pastimes and activities of krishna are all transcendently sweet like sugar candy that means not only the holy name but the pastimes and activities of krishna like even the bhagavad gita the shrimad bhagavatam they are all transcendently sweet but we don't have that much taste now huh although the tongue of one afflicted by jaundice of avidya ignorance cannot taste anything sweet it is wonderful that simply by carefully chanting these sweet names every day or in other words not only the chanting but also ch- hearing the sweet pastimes of the lord every day huh? and um, the instruction listening to the instructions of bhagavad gita every day and shrimad bhagavatam like that or chaitanya charitamrita so if we constantly read prabhupada's books in other words then and chant the names a natural relish awakens within his tongue and his disease is gradually destroyed at the root so we have to just do it more and more and constantly nama paratha yuktanam namanyeva harantyakam harantyakam avishranti prayuktane tanyevarthakarani cha so papakshayascha bhavati smaratam tam aharnisham so these verses are there um 
I think in the purport of 6.3.24, Srimad Bhagavatam, 6.3.24. So, the, by constantly chanting, then we can, and constantly, of course we cannot chant like Haridas Thakur. So we change, okay, hearing sometimes, sometimes chanting, sometimes engaging in service. And not only hearing and chanting, when, when we read, we have to also contemplate it. Tat Srinvan Supatan Vicharana Paro Bhaktya Vimuchyan Naraha. So to do three things when we read it's three stages um, Shrinvan here hearing or reading Supatan study more deeply okay if you don't know how to study just read never mind uh, when you advance more then you know how how to study things how to okay take a related verse and take a purport and uh, read this and that you will know the connections as you grow in your spiritual life but in the beginning we can read okay read but then contemplate when you contemplate on what you have read, then you will see, then you will have realizations. So, um, what is that? Mukundamala um, Stotra, text um, 26 or 27, I think. Mana phalam tat guna tatva chintanam. Yes. Mana phalam tat guna tatva chintanam. Um, so, and even in the 46th verse also in Mukunwala Sotra, it is there that, um, let's see what that is. Mana Phalam Tat Guna Tat Vashantam. This is actually 46. The 27, I think, is. Or 20. Is it 27? Yeah. Smarami Narayana Tatvam Avyayam. So. So the mind has to be used in guna tattva chintanam. So to think of the philosophy of Krishna consciousness. So this is vicharana. Hmm. So yeah. So our mind must be involved in this. So as, when we do that, then we will have the relish. That param drishtva anivartate. That higher taste will allow us to, um, you know, um, get over this problem of lust. So it's not a quick fix. We just have to follow the process. So Maya will continue to attack us on one side with lust and we are trying to combat it with Krishna Prema, love. So of course Krishna is more powerful than Maya. So one day our Krishna consciousness will overpower. So but we have to keep strictly to the process. If we don't, yeah, then Maya takes over. That's the whole point. Alright, so that's Virendra Ekbutin. After a long time, he's asking question. So, Virendra, one second. Hmm. So, Virendra is asking Shabri first tasted berries before offering to Lord Ram and Lord Lakshman. How is it different from our offering to Bho- of Bhoga to Supreme Lord? Is Shabri's level of devotion greater than ours that only she could first taste the prasadam first and then offer it to Lord Ram and Lord also accepted Shabri's tasted foodstuffs? Of course. <laughs> I mean, she gave it to Lord Ram, no? We are there in Lord Ram's pastimes? No. Of course she's advanced.
so the whole point is the reason why we are not allowed to taste is because uh, you know that sense gratificatory pursuit i mean the sense gratificatory um, feeling oh that that was a nice taste so if i have if i have that oh that is nice before it is offered to krishna that's an offense it actually is unfit for offering to krishna anymore you see so that's why we cannot meditate on the food before it is offered to krishna we cannot do that hmm. that's a very important thing devotees have to know so krishna enjoys and then the prasadam yes we may honor that too is not we, we should not enjoy the prasadam we should honor the prasadam hmm. oh this is krishna's food stuff okay krishna's mercy let me take some that's it even if one does not like to eat okay you can take a little bit just to honor the prasadam of course if he has to eat he has to eat the full meal but honor it that's why we have to ha- say say the mantra you know prasada sevaya mantra महाप्रसादे गोविंदे नाम ब्राह्मणि वैष्णवे स्वल्पपुण्यवतम राजन विश्वासो नैव जायते शरीर अविद्याजाल जड़ेन्द्रिय तहेकाल जीवे फेले विष सागरे तारमध्ये जिह्वाती तारमध्ये जिह्वाती लोभमोय सुदुर्मती ताकेचिता कठिन संसारे कृष्ण बडद्वयमोय कोरिबर जिह्वाजोय स्वप्रसादन नदिलोभाय शैयानामृतपाव राधा कृष्ण गुणगाव प्रेमडाको श्री चैतन्य निताय जयनिमाय जयनिताय जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंद श्री अद्वैत गदाधर श्रीवासाद गौर्भक्तवृंद हरे कृष्ण हरे कृष्ण 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे हरे दिस प्रेयर वी हैव टू से बिफोर वी ऑनर द प्रसादम एंड नॉट जस्ट से लाइक अ रोट बट मेडिटेट ऑन दोज वर्ड्स एवरी टाइम विच एवर सॉन्ग वी सिंगिंग इन द टेम्पल वी हैव टू मेडिटेट ऑन द मीनिंग ऑफ दैट वाइल वी आर सिंगिंग वाइल वी आर चैंटिंग इन दम अदरवाइज इट्स what is the point what is the point of chanting some magical sounds and then like you know some firecrackers gone finish no meaning so <laughs> it should not be like that so of course she did not have sabri did not have that sense gratification she tasted because she wanted to offer the best ones to ram if it is not good okay she would throw that if it is nice and sweet ah this is fit for ram so she she never had the sense gratificatory uh, intention let me taste first oh if i give to ram i will not get it anymore so let me taste first and okay okay nice okay here you take not like this <laughs> it was totally different you see of course she's on much i mean she's a pure devotee where are we i mean come on okay there are a lot of questions a lot of questions okay okay so next one actually what is okay this is from kaka singh but i think she asked a related question so this is the question two questions so what is true intuition how do we know it is intuition and not the mind making up some nonsense story yeah 
so we cannot trust our mind so how do we know its intuition so we have to check there is reference sadhu shastra guru we have to check what shri prabhupada said about this what the shastras say and what the sadhus say and devotees of course sadhus will repeat what guru says so we do not know how to check what prabhupada said sometimes if we have if we have not read that much of his books yet if you go to the sadhus who have actually read they might point to you the exact references from shri prabhupada so the sadhu is a shortcut way of knowing what the shastra says um according to the guru guru's explanation so that's why sadhu shastra guru so if you go to sadhus they will take out the reference okay this is how shri prabhupada explained in this shastra verse so in this way the wholesome answer will be received so we have to check our thought with that uh, explanation from sadhu shastra guru and if it matches well and good if it does not match then i have to change my per- my understanding so that is how we have to take so we cannot just oh this is my intuition and then I, i just go with it gut feeling you know they call they call it gut feeling we just can't operate with gut feeling and you know shoot from the hip you know as they say in cow cowboy what is that cowboy they have these guns with a hat so they have some gun and then they shoot from the hip if you shoot from the hip how can you have a nice aim you know it's a very like a blind shot you know so we just can't shoot from the hip and intuition okay i'll just go with my gut feeling then we'll be in the gutter that's what will happen <laughs> if we go with our gut feeling we'll be in the gutter so if we want to elevate ourselves <laughs> be actually krishna conscious then we have to check with sadhu shastra guru we cannot we cannot at any time trust our mind because this is what happens okay i thought something i checked with sadhu shastra guru it was correct so next time my mind gives another thought see last time it was correct my mind does not cheat me i will always come correct maya knows exactly how to trap us last time it was correct this time it will be wrong so even if it is the thousandth time or the millionth time and my all my previous intuitions were correct still i have to check with the sadhu shastra guru okay never ever touch hmm so this is interesting manajakshi mataji is saying okay wait one second i'll remove the other so i hope that is clear hmm so here manajakshi mataji is saying something interesting actually her name is rajeshwari mataji please change your name to rajeshwari mataji why i think you have one rajeshwari and one this one i think you just use rajeshwari mataji rajeshwari devi dasi once initiated we have to change our name if we put our um, old name we will become attached to material body that is there where is it prabhu recently shared on the whatsapp as well we will be attached to our you know material identification so anyway the the point is this. <laughs> i missed the point okay in valmiki rama and shabri doesn't taste before offering them to lord ram has mentioned that she just offers fruits to lord ram so this is interesting i hmm, i have so if that is the case then we have to accept it so if somebody else has said like that i mean i don't know we have to see where from it is said 
that she tastes before offering because there is um, there is another book called um, of course ram charit manas is there that's another thing mm, we don't completely accept tulsidas writings um maybe part of them are true part of them i don't know so the other thing is um who's the other one kalidas he has written another one called uh, raghuvamsha it's an epic poem and one of the verses was quoted by sarobham bhattacharya in the chaitanya charitamrita uh, 10th ch- madhyalila 10th chapter text 145 so that is from the raghuvamsha it was quoted by sarobham bhattacharya and chaitanya mahaprabhu accepted that so in raghuvamsha is there a detail i do not know or in sometimes the detail is in some other puran i do not know again but i have heard this but if in valmiki ramayana it doesn't state that we have to check if there is any other authorized source because there are many unauthorized sources about ramayana as well so to check whether there is an authorized source which says this to be true so if it is not i have to take back my words so if it is then that is the case so there was no sense gratification on the part of shabri that is always true there was no sense gratification on the part of shabri so whether it was tasted or not tasted so because she is a pure devotee same if it is just offered berries by shabri what is the significance of mentioning that because there must have been similar many such incidents of somebody offering so what is the speciality in shabri's offering that it was mentioned in the ramayana i do not know again and i'm not very 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 well versed with ramayana i just know th- i have read like the abridged version of it um i do not know specific details so i will not comment on something which i would not know okay hopefully that answers the question <laughs> but thank you for that point that it was not mentioned in the valmiki ramayana have to take note of that ah changing names what is this hmm yeah so sakar malik and dabir khas Let's go to name changing. A bit of an off topic, but yeah. So Madhya one dot two hundred and eight. My dear Sakar Malik, uh, from this day, your names will be changed to Sri Ru- Sri Rupa and Sri Sanatan. now please abandon your humility for my for my heart is breaking to see you so humble so here actually so chaitanya mahaprabhu initiated them and changed their names there was no fire sacrifice i guess but i mean fire sacrifice the fire represents who lord vishnu and chaitanya mahaprabhu was himself there lord vishnu so actually this is sri chaitanya mahaprabhu's initiation of dabir khas and sakar malik they approached the lord with all humility and the lord accepted them as old servants as eternal servants and uh, he changed their names it is to be understood that from this that it is essential for a disciple to change his name after initiation shankha chakra dyurdhva pundra dharana adhyatma lakshanam 
ஆஃப்டர்ஸ்ரீஷன்ஸ்ரீஷன் If a person does not change his name after initiation it is to be understood that he will continue in his bodily conception of life nowadays they will put their initiated name in brackets their karmi name they may say that oh my old friends they know me by by this name now man you just announce this is my name and change your name of course sometimes family members may still call with the old name but you know they will sometimes be stubborn and no i i don't i have given you the parents will especially say i have given you name you're not accepting my name this is you know insult to us and uh, all drama so <clears throat> so that may happen so if they call like that we cannot do much and of course officially in our official documents we may still have to use the legal name so for those purposes it's another thing but for in spiritual circles we have to use our spiritual name Okay. All right. MK Sharma is saying Maya is so smart. Very smart. Very very smart. She knows how to she knows our weak point. Yeah. That's why when our mind says something never trust it. Never ever trust it. Hmm. All right, so next one. Kaka Singh is asking, I mean, it's not actually Kaka Singh, I mean, her name is Renuka Devi Singh. I will actually, go, I'm going to change the name here, because this is proper name. Okay. So, Renuka Devi Singh. She's asking, why is it recommended for the meat-eaters to worship the goddess Kali and sacrifice animals to her? I think we've answered this many, many times. But uh, the point is, instead of maintaining slaughterhouses and killing them every day for every meal, so it is a restriction for those people who cannot stop eating meat, okay, you eat once a month. Just like for those who cannot stop having sex, okay, or those who cannot refrain from sex, okay, don't be a dog or a hog and have sex with everybody uh, just one woman and that is called vivaha yagna means the sacrifice of marriage so there the tendency of sense gratification is restricted so similarly for those who want to eat meat this kind of kali puja is there where one can offer only goat once a month on a dark moon night this is to restrict basically it's a licensed uh, you know meat eating license for meat eating under restriction the whole point is ultimately they have to give it up and it's not that okay once a, once a month i eat okay i'll be no, i will have no more sin because i am following the rule no 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 just like when the government uh, allows for cigarettes to be sold in the country um no it is not that the go- because the government allows it will it will not affect my health no it does smoking smoking is injurious to health sometimes photos are given in singapore at least the photos are given of uh, different diseases like cancer or you know 
baby miscarriage over so many things so so many things the, the picture is there so it is to discourage and in, not because it is licensed uh, there will be no uh, side effects or i mean not side effect it is a main effect of tobacco i mean the main effect is to you know lungs will be you know problematic so just because the license is there the danger is uh, absent no it is there but if you really want to damage yourself and you know injure your health okay you pay that extra tax tobacco tax and smoke waste your money now by smoking and later in the hospital bills like that you can enjoy your cigarette go so <laughs> this is just like that so before i kill that meat um i have to say i have to define meat mamsa in sanskrit so mamsa khadati iti mamsa mamsa khadati this animal will eat me in my in his next life so i am agreeing to that contract that's why meat is called mamsa mam means me sah means he mamsa means he will eat me mamsa khadati iti mamsa there is a definition i have to say that and then i have to kill so it is a contract next life i will be eaten in the same way that's what i explained here so although licensed the dangers are still there just like marriage sex life is full of trouble actually a few moments of pleasure and a few decades of trouble so that's sex life so if one has illicit sex life and you know commits abortion and this and that that is even worse so the suffering in hell is going to be even way longer but if one is given grahastha okay you go to grahastha ashram so that's a licensed version but that is not mean there is no suffering there there is still suffering although licensed but time can be saved so that spiritual life can be cultivated so that's the whole point so meat eating of course spiritual life you cannot have spiritual life if you are eating meat even once a month no you can't but at least it's a step in the direction of accepting vedic rules so that is a good part so krishna sees that okay at least he is following some vedic rule okay little bit advancement 0.001% now that advancement is there hmm not much but still advancement at least he is accepting my authority he is not a outright atheist who is not accepting my authority so that is the difference okay i think that's because this is the 11514 yetvena vevam yetvena vevam vidosantah stabdhah sadabhimanah pashum druhyanti vishrabdhah pretya khadanti te chatan khadanti means they eat those sinful persons who are ignorant of actual religious principles yet consider themselves to be completely pious without compunction commit violence against innocent animals who are fully trusting in them in their next lives such sinful persons will be eaten by the same creatures they have killed in this world okay i hope that is clear now next ayappa oh is an interesting question is asking <laughs> so 
So Ayappa is asking Prabhu, why there are so many hurdles in spiritual life in my case? If there are no hurdles, you have no spiritual life. You know? You know this? Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur said, For those who have surrendered to Krishna, their path is set with thorns. You don't have a red carpet back to Vaikuntha. You have a path of thorns back to Vaikuntha. (laughs) Yeah, you will have a red carpet because the thorns will prick you and there will be blood all over. So that kind of red carpet, yes. (laughs) So the thing is, Krishna engineers these situations so that our desire to attain him becomes more intensified. Now, I mean, you are just a small boy. I mean, Raghunath Das Goswami also had such troubles. I mean, so after some time, yeah, you will be able to do it. You will be able to serve Krishna full time. So, now, these difficulties are making you more uh, intensely wanting devotee association. So then, when you actually get it, then you will really value it. So that we don't take it cheaply and then throw it away. So Krishna does not want you to throw away his devotion. I mean, his devotional service because it is very, very rarely that he gives this chance. So he wants you to treasure it. So when it's difficult to get, then such fruit will be treasured way more than easily gotten fruit, right? So. You see here, especially this last line. This is what I want to show. Muktim dadati karhichits manabhakti yogam. Those engaged in getting the Lord's favor attain liberation from the Lord very easily, but He does not very easily give the opportunity to render direct service unto Him. So it's very rarely that He gives, and when He gives, He wants us to really treasure it. So that's why. He's just increasing your desire for him, that laulium, the greed. So when you actually get it, you'll be absolutely serious about it and not not lose it. So of course, you already have access to Krishna consciousness, you're chanting and everything. Yeah, difficulties are there. Prahlad Maharaj, as, a, as we've already said, I think the previous, there was an answer 316.37 purport. When there are reversals, we have to know that Krishna's plan is there. So we don't know what the plan is. And there's no point in speculating. We just have to stick to what we can do and we should do. So if we just stick to our duty, not caring about what is going to happen, why is this not happening. No, no, no. Just stick to the duty. Everything will fall in place. So that's what we should do. Okay. Don't worry. Soon you can, uh, you can join. Once you have independence, once you are, you know, pure adult, <laughs> okay. Alright, so next. Rajeshwari Mataji has asked something. What's the time? Oh, nine o'clock? What? I'm nowhere even close to finishing anything. Okay, I request the devotees not to ask any more questions. If I have to finish all this, then, um, you know, because I don't want to take it too long. I don't want to do late nights. So, uh, she's asking, Prabhuji, verses 9, 1 and 9, 2 of Bhagavad Gita says, 
This transcendental knowledge, Rajagudya, is Rajaguhyam and Guhyatamam, the king of confidential knowledge and the most confidential. In Kali, this knowledge is very easily available to the common people, maybe through the book distribution of our movement or on the internet. So, how to understand in a right spirit that this Rajavidya is Rajaguhyam, kindly enlighten? Good question. So, the it is Guhyam. It is a secret. But the devotees are so merciful that they don't want to keep it secret. They want to distribute it. But, it will remain secret <laughs> because those who don't want it will never be able to access it. Yeah. Like you see, the movement is spread all over the world, right? I mean, the temples are everywhere, and the books are everywhere. Why there are still so many billions of people who are not devotees? And they have not a single trace of idea about Krishna consciousness. So it is remaining Gohim. Because there are people who don't want it. And therefore it doesn't go. But then again, with devotees endeavor, they want to make this secret completely open. They want to, you know, sometimes there are some confidential documents which get leaked into the public. Like, you know, there was this WikiLeaks. So, <laughs> devotees, they leak this confidential knowledge to the public. They want to leak everything and put it right on the internet. Everybody can search and find out. But they will still not, will not find out because they will not search for it. <laughs> so... In fact, there was never a time when preaching was not happening. Always there is some access to Krishna consciousness. But it's because of the people's desire they might access it or not. Like in India, I mean, India is a holy place, but so many people are there in India now. More than one billion people who are not Krishna conscious. They may be slightly pious here and there and all that, but not really like Vaishnavas. Very few. That's why Manushanam Sahasreshu Kaschit Yadati Siddhayem. Out of millions, one will become a devotee. So it's still Guhyam in that sense. They may superficially know Krishna a little bit, but not deeply. But again, devotees are there to you know, make it available. It depends on how seriously people take it. Hope that answers the question. Okay, next question. I wanted to be as brief as possible in these answers, but I'm so bad at it. <laughs> I always go the long-winded way. And I just cannot change myself for whatever reason. I will try. I will, t- I will still keep trying. Because there is a verse. True eloquence. What is that? Let me go to the eloquence verse. Mitam cha saram cha vachohi vagmita iti. Essential truth spoken concisely is true eloquence. Obviously, I am not eloquent. <laughs> so, okay, next question. Vrajeshwari Mataji is asking Prabhuji, Krishna introduces the word nirashrayaha. Yes, in Bhagavad Gita 420. Nirashrayaha without any shelter. But Krishna himself is the ashraya data. Ashraya data. Why does he not say at the point, take Ashra in him alone? So, of course, in fact, not only 420, he already says it in 318. Nachasya sarva bhuteshu 
of any demigods or any great person in this world no so why he does not say that um he take point i mean take shelter in him alone well he actually said this i mean even in the third chapter if you go third um, 20 30 330 mai sarvani karmani sanyasya adhyatma chetasa nirashir nirmamo bhutva yuddhasva vigadajvarah Therefore, Arjuna, surrendering all your works unto me with full knowledge of me, without desires for profit, with no claims to proprietorship, and free from lethargy, fight. And then he says, those persons who execute their duties according to my injunctions and who follow this teaching faithfully without envy become free from the bondage of fruitive actions. So he 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 spoke about it. But then he is pointing out that we should not take any other shelter. Nirashraya. Hmm. course uh, krishna he takes shelter of the real ashraya krishna all the false ashraya he does not take <clears throat> so hopefully that answers the question i'm not following the comment section actually oh haven't been following the comments comments you have been leaving dimitri prabhu is asking is it okay to read ramayan by krishna dharma that you sell in your store at least you know you can be aware of the story of ramayan so yeah that's the that's the one we have i think they are doing one more ramayan with all the shlokas and word to word and then translations um if that comes out we can have an access to that because ramayan is something you know it's an epic you know that one of the greatest i mean histories that we need to know as the word is and many people will ask and if we don't know you know it's a little bit weird right so i mean we can read as a corollary study just to know the facts of ramayan you know and of course there will be a lot of lessons there also so it is so this is based on that that original valmiki ramayan so we can definitely read okay Uh, okay there are some other questions personal servant has his name on fps oh so subala prabhu is saying shri prabhupad's personal servant has his name on facebook as vincent shrutakirti fiorentino shrutakirti das bracket shrutakirti das this is the problem this is the problem personal servant definitely not reading the books this is the problem with many um okay related prabhu can we change our name in gazette in official proofs after initiation we can we can we can definitely do that um yeah i haven't done it 
haven't done it because I don't know what complications come from that. So for now, you know. But if if the official case is, you know, it's okay, you know, because your record has been there, you know. Even if you have changed your name now, your certificates will be in the old name. Sometimes you still have to use that, you know, like an old passport is in the old name and all that. Rajeshwari Mataji is saying, henceforth will be more conscious. So, next. Dimitri, in Russia also we have this, but nobody cares, that's interesting. I mean, terrible picture on packs of cigarettes. Yeah, nobody cares, that's the problem. Because they're fools. Yeah, this is a quote from... Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, those favored by God find their paths set by thorns. So M.K. Sharma is asking, that means if one passes some hurdles and he is advancing in Krishna consciousness? Definitely. Definitely. So that's how Krishna, that's how Krishna um, improves our Krishna consciousness, by putting, on the, putting us in these situations. Yeah, Mukundamala Stotra verse 42 is very nice. Yeah. <coughs> Everybody will, you know, be against us, even our own family and people will, you know, do gossip. Okay, so I'll go back to the questions in order. Okay. Dhiradas. Please tell us something about obedience and acceptance of authority. After gaining some knowledge, one might think that he has become mature enough to figure out things on his own. One might think that he is above consultation. So how to always remain as a humble servant and how to avoid this free bird mentality? Please enlighten us on this topic. It's a good question actually. So, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu became perfect in chanting. Of course, he is Supreme Personality of Godhead. But when he was pre- speaking to Prakashananda Saraswati, he said, My Guru saw that I was a fool. And he said, You you don't need to, st- you cannot study Vedanta, you will not understand anything. You just chant this Hare Krishna Mahamantra, it is the essence of all Vedanta. And I started chanting, and you know, I became ecstatic. So I checked with my spiritual master whether this was correct or not. I mean, he's in ecstasy, he already achieved the per- complete perfection, Prema, which is the highest attainment. And of course, when you have prema, then of course you have all knowledge. When you are directly in connection with Krishna, of course you know what is correct, what is wrong. Still he consulted with his spiritual master. Is this correct that I am having these symptoms and all these things? Uh, then he said, yes, yes, this is the actual fruit of and you are so fortunate to have gotten it. So in this way, one has to, one has to consult. So, after gaining some knowledge, one might think your question is, one might think that he has become mature enough to figure out things on his own. One might think that he is above consultation. So, that's why we have to read Prabhupada's books and try to understand what he's trying to say and then always be guided by that. Um, we cannot, once we, okay, once we try to do this, that we, we, we are above consultation, then Krishna knows how to kick us. Nicely. Hmm. So, Krishna has his ways of um, correcting. 
So the thing is, we have to follow the instructions of the spiritual master, the clearly laid out instructions of Srila Prabhupada. That's it. Hmm. So we cannot concoct our own things. We cannot, you know, engineer our own uh, explanations or our own understandings. So Krishna knows how to correct those in different ways. So, we have to be very careful not to make this mistake of trying to think that, oh, now I'll be the authority. (laughs) The moment we do that, immediately fallen down. Asara, we become useless. So, how to always remain humble is your question. And avoid this free bird mentality. Just follow the instructions, that's it. Strictly. And never compromise. That's a very important thing. Not only in the sadhana, but also in the understanding. Like you had the same question, I think one day you called me and says, oh, there are some devotees in Iskon also who are, who are nice. You know. So however nice they are, we have to follow the instruction of Prabhupada. And if somebody is leading me away from that, <coughs> subtly, it can be very subtle, we, we may not even be able to see it. If we are not careful enough, you know, we won't be able to even see it. And they will slowly but surely lead us astray in ways which we can't even imagine. So that's why it is always prudent that we keep company of devotees who are actually following Srila Prabhupada's instructions. Hmm. And that's why we, we don't recommend any association with any scorn devotees any close association because it's very detrimental we may get influenced when there is preeti lakshanam you know when there is intimate dealings what are the intimate dealings dadati pratigrahanati guhyam akhyati prichyati bhungte bhojayate chaiva shadvidham preeti lakshanam <coughs> offering gifts in charity, accepting charitable gifts, revealing one's mind in confidence, inquiring confidentially, accepting prasad and offering prasad. So when we hear from someone, there is also intimate association. Because we are being influenced by that person. So, we have to be very careful. Prabhupada said, don't go to Gaudiamat. Why? You may say, hey, come on. They are also Vaishnavas. They are Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur's disciples after all. You know? And they are also speaking about Shastra. Quoting so many verses, shlokas. Why? Why I can't? Prabhupada said this. If they say even one thing different from what I am saying, your faith in me will be shattered. And yasya deve para bhaktir yatha deve tatha gurav tasyete kathitha hyartha prakashante mahatmanaha. So only with unflinching faith in Guru and Krishna can all the meanings of the Vedic, uh, I mean, purport of the Vedic literature be revealed to us. And if we don't have that implicit faith, then it will be detrimental for our spiritual progress. In fact, it will be destroyed. Prabhupada said, you know, in that 7.15.27 purport, disaster. 
it's very imperceptible sometimes so you may say i mean there are devotees also you know they're, they're, but then one thing no need to say many things different one thing different from what prabhupad says the crack starts and eventually it will become very wide and will become offensive to the actual devotees who are following and you see here in the last line the spiritual master is as good as the supreme personality of godhead and therefore one who is very serious about spiritual advancement must regard the spiritual master in this way even a slight deviation from this understanding can create disaster in the disciples vedic studies and austerities hmm. slight deviation eh? not too much deviation slight so especially when we are not aware of facts when we take facts from persons who are um, or take details from those who are not in line and they may say anything and everything and we will believe because he is saying one thing right we we will think that he is saying everything right that's why the training that sundagopal prabhu has given us here is to always quote the shastra whatever you say quote the shastra if you cannot quote don't even say it don't claim anything without quotation exact references have to be shown hmm otherwise it's not valid that's the standard of any spiritual talk if i cannot do that if i just speak in the air whatever i want people will believe anything they hear you know so they will believe anything they say so we have to know what is correct and what is wrong you know see the process in spiritual of speaking in spiritual circles is to say something upheld by the scriptures one should at once quote from scriptural authority to back up what he is saying at the same time such talk should be very pleasurable to the ear sometimes chastisement is not very pleasurable like prabhupada says rascal you know so but uh, it has to be heard even if it's not pleasurable but yeah we have to add, present it attractively i mean for people to understand so anyway with the point is this when one has to back up what he's saying was from scriptural authority if you cannot do that you cannot okay there is some related quote comment here by bhakta dimitri true the mataji who left iskm association in russia with his son yeah i know them always complains that sundagopal prabhu forbade her to associate with iskon devotees as a result she became completely bewildered and started mediate meditate fully on gorgovinda and his disciple haladhar maharaj who is going on to become diksha guru in iskon officially by the way i mean how dangerous it is wrong association yeah that mataji got the second initiation second invitation by sundagopal prabhu last summer by the way second initiation i think you mean yeah so see this is the problem if you don't stick to the proper association it's very very dangerous imperceptibly we will be carried away imperceptibly without even our knowing very very dangerous that's why devotees forbid like this but sometimes those who are not advanced they think that 
or why he's saying like this you know this is offensive so if he's fortunate he will accept it's not fortunate if he goes with that with the idea then eventually things will turn out not auspicious Dhiradas is saying, "Okay, Prabhu, thank you very much. You totally explained to the point." Hare Krishna. Okay, so next question. We are never going to finish this session. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, we're never going to finish this session. It's just going on and on. i will never change this is okay radhika sakimata ji is asking hari krishna prabhu what is your view on teerth yatra visiting of dhamas in our scriptures one second let's pull this down a bit okay <clears throat> in our scriptures and vaishnava songs this is often referred to as a part of devotional service But the thing is, we often find that in the holy places, the residents are not following standards and may even disrespect our acharyas. That being the case, are we also committing offence by going to the dham? Then, like how it is considered if we associate with Iskon? I understand that we one should be Krishna conscious throughout one's life and not just at a holy place. But I'm just wondering if devotees following strict rules and regulations of devotional service should still visit. holy places such as mathura navadweep jagannathpuri and so on since these places were worshiped and visited by our acharyas so it's a very good question so <clears throat> yes we should visit holy places we should um if we if we can we should so it doesn't matter whether they are offending or what the holy place is holy place you see so we don't intimately associate with the offenders whether it's iskon or whether it's uh, holy place dham uh, we don't intimately associate with them we keep to our association hmm, our association of devotees who are following shri prabhupad we do not know who is pure and who is not so you know we may make mistakes in that in that way so we may associate with those who are not pure and think they are pure or we may offend those who are pure who are and thinking them not to be pure so you know respect everyone hare krishna krishneti yasyam giritam manasa driyeta they are chanting hare krishna respect them or they are saying radhe radhe respect them how much they are advanced we do not know respect them because everybody is a servant of krishna after all however rascal he is he is actually originally servant of krishna and go to the holy place and see all the places Uh, Shri Prabhupada also went. Of course, there is this song of Narutam Das Thakur. He says, "Tirthayatra Parishram Keval Manir Brahm." He says, "Tirthayatra Parishram." The endeavor to go to Tirthayatra is a just a mental satisfaction. He said that because what is the point in going to a holy place to become Krishna conscious? As you said in your question already. So, if we are Krishna conscious, we are always. in a holy place mentally so 
that is what needs to be actually done if i go to the holy place and engage in sense gratification that's even even worse right so like i always told this when we went to jagannath puri and then you know we were putting up in a hotel and in the restaurant i mean not restaurant hotel in the room there was a big tv what's the point you know so of course it was off all the time but if we watch some movie there in jagannath puri what is the point of going to the holy place so similarly our consciousness is what matters that's why when bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur was praised by someone saying that oh you have built 64 temples you know such a great marvelous work you have done bhaktisiddhan saraswati thakur said my actual mission is to build a temple in everyone's heart that means to make them krishna conscious is the main thing they come to temple and go back and do same nonsense what is the point they must change so we should go of course we should go and visit that is one of the items of devotional service what is that hmm. what is it was ambarish maharaj padav hare hare kshetra padanu sarpane this means that the legs must be used to go to holy places that also means coming to the temple that is also important and the holy places also all right so next question what is it then i don't know want to end this early but anaswara mataji is asking hari krishna prabhu please accept my humble obeisances all glories prabhupad actually is it that all ordinary man who don't who didn't do any atonement for his sinful life will go to yamaloka or only severe sinful people go there what happened to normal sinful people as in material world no one can go without sin knowingly or unknowingly right what happened normally after death like i heard one most important personality in india after death he immediately got dog body how it's all working so it is said in the third canto 30th chapter a person who is just attached to family you know you can go to the last verse of the third third canto 30th chapter and the answer is there normal sinful or extremely sinful whatever it doesn't matter sinful means sinful okay the severity of the punishment will be lesser but hell we will go <laughs> whether we will be put in completely fire or just to make our make us touch the fire and get a boil on the hand that's the difference but hell we will go if we, if we do any kind of sinful life see having gone through all the miserable hellish conditions and having passed in a regular order through the lowest forms of animal life prior to human birth and having thus been purged of his sins one is reborn again as a human being on this earth so this is for a man who just was attached to family and then you know who was trying to earn and make his family comfortable what is so sinful in, in that but it is sinful he earned money in unlawful ways unlawful ways means not by country's law 
by god's law i may be a delivery for a mcdonald some some meat restaurant chain or franchise so according to government law it may not be sinful or cri- criminal but in god's law it is criminal because we are spreading you know we are distributing meat so that will be punished so that is also illegal means unlawful means so we may uh, you know <coughs> take up occupations which are not you know which are uh, not uh, i mean which are sinful so those will be punished hmm. but if you don't want all this then yeah we have to chant hari krishna and purify satovritte we have to take up that occupation which is honest which is not against the religious principles of course it is not completely possible to not even be indirectly connected to sinful activities like i said many times if one is a software uh, coder and if he works for a bank trying to set up the cyber security of the bank and the bank is holding accounts for some meat restaurant some uh, some you know some sinful people all kind of sinful people right and establishments so and i am coding for that i am facilitating the bank to hold money of these unlawful in god's eyes unlawful uh, establishments or people so i am indirectly supporting that but that's why that's why we have to it's not ideal but if you can come out of it oh, that's the best if you can't if we are you know we, like you said in the shudra has to sometimes serve a bad master you know proper explains so directly at least we should not indirectly we cannot stop in this material world something or the others indirectly is related to all the sinful activities but at least directly you know best is for devotees not to be shudra you know as much as possible come out of that mentality so here in 1847 purport where is it stated bad master you know some you know brahmana has to kill in the sacrifice kshatriya has to kill in a war or sometimes sometimes he has to you know engage in duplicity because of diplomacy uh, kshatriya has to tell lies for the sake of diplomacy same with the merchant he also tells lies to make a profit and then where is that shudra part hmm. i don't know whether maybe 335 maybe because 335 also the same topic i don't know if it's Eighteen forty-eight. Oh, thank you. 
I was completely lost. So the next one. Uh, so here. Where is it? Yeah, similarly, even though a man is a Shudra serving a bad master, he has to carry out the order of the master, even though it should not be done. So, so sometimes should not be done. Uh, of course, even this delivery man, as I told, for the meat for meat franchise, should not be done. But again, so let us at least try to avoid direct contact with these four, you know, sinful uh, principles of life. So, indirectly, it is not possible sometimes. What can be done? Okay. But we have to, that's why we have to, Prabhupada taught us how to become independent of this whole system of this sinful civilization, you know. We have to become independent and become Brahmanas and, you know, our, even if one is Vaishya or something, our own farm communities, our own, you know, community. So in that way, we will be completely aloof from these, you know, these uh, connections with sinful activities, you see. So that is the best. That's why we have to get back to that Varnashram system uh, in its full glory. You know? But it's, it may not be immediately possible, understood. Like, even if I'm suppose a doctor, if I, if I treat some man and because of that, he goes and commits sinful activities, eats more meat, Womanizes more or what? But still, the doctor has to do his duty. Now, indirectly, he supported some you know, meat eater or a sinful person, but he cannot say that oh, he is a sinful person. I will not cure him. He has to do his duty. So we can't actually avoid when we are dealing with people in this world if we are serving in that way. So we we have to. I mean, we have to have our means of earning our livelihood in the satovritte, in the most uh, cleanest way possible. Now, if that indirectly lead somewhere that's another thing you know but we have to do our thing properly okay all right next okay we will just continue i think i will see how fast i can do quick fire round is this material world just a dream or yoga nidra of Mahavishnu yes it is short answer next question <laughs> but his dream is so real like you see for us okay So this is the question of Bhishma Panchaka by Vijay Sharma Prabhu and I guess um, one second So it seems more and more devotees are doing the Bhishma Panchak Vrata for five days. Should everyone do it if they can? 
they do ekadashi today but even more strictly if possible there are three levels on level 2 for example the devotees eat only roots and certain fruits only over the five days in general also in chaturmasya sometimes devotees only eat once a month actually the real rules of chaturmasya are some 42 kinds of rules i think so and proba just the bare minimum he gave us so if you can follow strictly that's good but don't make it a thing you know oh we have to do this you know mandate no. mandate is what like 16 rounds is what prabhupad asks us to do but there's no injunction that you cannot chant more than that so if you can do more austerity well and good i mean why not if you can manage well it's good but um, we don't need to like tell the devotees that you should do bhishma panchak vrata something special the better thing would be i mean the most the more pleasing thing i mean if we can always i mean do tapasya not at all and chanting more rounds and all this is definitely i mean definitely um, beneficial but if we can also preach more maybe we can take a vrata of preaching more maybe let me try to distribute more books and or try to preach or go out more or you know you know some service extra service if i can engage in extra service so that is good you know our main thing is to be engaged in service more service so if if i am doing some say say for example okay i'll only eat certain fruits and roots and uh, because i will not have enough energy i'll just sit down i will not do any service because i am doing bhishma panchakrata that is rubbish nonsense absolute rubbish so <laughs> that kind of thing is bogus i should not compromise on my services not that today i am fasting prabhu i am nirjal fasting prabhu do i want to be known as a nirjal fasting devotee and get that reputation or do i want to do service by fasting let me minimize my bodily demands and engage more in service service is important if i can do it with nirjal fasting ah well and good yes glorious absolutely but because i am nirjal fasting i cannot do prabhu prabhu i am nirjal fasting don't ask me to do anything huh? okay i'll sit down sleep what kind of krishna consciousness is that oh i am bhishma panchak prabhu bhishma panchak vrata i am doing i am only eating fruit so i cannot do you know, all this you know going or book distribution or you know some lifting or cooking please i am is very tiring for me are then you tiring means you eat and go and do the service what nonsense bhishma panchak is this so that is what we should do so service is main thing chanting prabhu i am chanting more rounds bhishma panchak today i am chanting 108 rounds so don't ask me so this is all nonsense so we we are not in the level of haridas thakur if we have nothing to do suppose we are in an isolation like you know some quarantine somewhere you know i'm stuck in a room where, like nowadays many people are in quarantine uh, yeah if you nothing to do yeah, you chant 108 rounds 192 rounds whatever you can chant you chant well, nothing else to do yeah that's fine but if you have service to do if you have commitments to you know fulfill then you can't run away from them and saying oh, i'm doing bhishma panchakar i'm doing ekadashi i'm doing chaturmasya i'm doing this and that we're not on the level of the bhaktisiddhan sarasvati thakur or haridas thakur or to do on that level you see so krishnartha kila chesta service is important first priority okay i think that's clear next bhakta subramanyam
okay what's the question these are only questions on the live stream link i'm telling you i have 10 more questions on my instagram which i need to address so <laughs> i don't know and I'll, i'll try to be as quick as possible so dhanwad pranam always prabhu if you are physically ill and taking medicines how can we still maintain ekadashi vrata especially if the medicines may contain grains yeah if you are sick and you have to take medicines and if you cannot avoid you have to take you have to take those medicines and uh, for sick persons you know you cannot follow as strictly uh, so it is okay but if you can do one day without medicine and just taking some ekadashi food maybe even more food more prasadam then if it can be done can be done but if it cannot be done no no problem medicines you know it's okay but mostly medicines allopathic i don't know maybe they don't, they don't contain grains ayurvedic sometimes may sometimes may not only herbal medicine is different you know if one is sick is it's different rules you know he cannot follow everything like that you know he'll become more sick but if you can manage it's okay if you cannot manage then eat something it also is the case for pregnant women and uh, nursing mothers you know so sometimes it's difficult for them to follow everything because it, the body demands a lot of food a lot of uh, nutrition so sometimes they have to take grains sometimes if they can maintain yeah well and good but sometimes it's difficult for them they become they cannot health wise it affects them so and so in those circumstances it's a little different same next question i'm getting a little bit better at my speed of answering let's see okay Kun- kunal jaiswal if world is maya why it is stress to perform karma or karma yoga if the end result is still maya this question has puzzled me karma yoga is not maya we have to purify our activities so what is material activity huh material activity means activity performed for my sense gratification that is material but activity performed for krishna satisfaction that is spiritual and that will purify our consciousness Hmm. So it is not Maya. Who said it is Maya? The end result is not Maya. So, so that's why it is not. Uh, that's why it is stress to perform karma yoga. Karma yoga means offer our results to Krishna. But if you are talking about the karma yoga, which is the karma 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 kanda, going to heavenly planets, the purifying aspect in that whole ritual is. the offering of vishnu sacrifice and then the demigod is pleased or satisfied by the offering him the remnants of the sacrifice of vishnu to vishnu so that sacrificing offering of sacrifice to vishnu that is the real purifying factor in that whole karma kanda thing although other details are all attractive features you know material attraction but the real deal is that so that's why it is beneficial so it takes many 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 lifetimes before one can actually come to the point of pure devotional service but if you're talking about karma yoga which is devotional service uh, then that is not material at all hmm. i hope that answers the question next diksha chaturvedi 
Chaturvedi means, you know, one who has studied all the four Vedas. So indeed, I think you should be teaching us. You should be teaching us what is the Vedanta. Chaturvedi. Actually, this Chaturvedi title, this family titles like this used to be there. Some Trivedi, some Dvivedi. So, because they used to study all these, you know, uh, Vedas, Brahmin family. Nowadays. <laughs> so, okay. So, Hare Krishna, Dandavad, Pranam, Avgosh, Prabhupada. Prabhu, then taking prasadam from Iskand devotees is that prasadam. Though they are not following the order, do Krishna accepts his offering. So, they chant. Actually, we answered this question before. Uh, as long as you chant Prabhupada's mantra, at least it can be taken. No, that's why we, we... It's not the proper way they actually offer. They offer from Krishna down to, you know, Prabhupada, something like this. It's, um, you know, uh, it's a bit off. But Prabhupada's mantra is there, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's mantra. Hopefully they're chanting Prabhupada's mantra. Because that's the system in Iskand. They have to chant Prabhupada's mantra. So... I mean, just go to Jagannath Puri how they are offering, what they are offering, but we take the prasadam, right? So out of respect like that, we take uh, when we visit those places. Um, otherwise, we have to cook for ourselves. That's the other option. So as a dham, as you know, as, like that, we can accept prasadam, but then we have to be uh, not intimately associating with them. You know? So, that's the thing. But uh, some of the practices of offering have changed a little bit. Um, it's a bit weird but just on the strength of Prabhupada's Pranati Mantra I'm saying I mean I don't know what processes they're following Prabhupada you know Mantra is chanted so out of respect and the deities are there I mean the deities so out of respect for them we have to honor the Prasadam so that's why when we go to these temples to Dham like Vrindavan, Mayapur we, we take Prasadam there in the temple so we honor that. <clears throat> Your last part of the question was do, Does Krishna accept that offering? Well, because of Prabhupada's mantra, you know, we have to consider that Krishna has accepted. So we have to just give the honor of prasadam to that. So, <clears throat> that is how, I mean, even we are not pure to offer to Krishna. But because of Prabhupada's mantra and because of Tulasi, Krishna will accept. So, that's what makes it prasadam. So, out of that, otherwise we are also not, we were, I am a Ritwik devotee, so Krishna will accept my, my offering. What? <laughs> no. Because of Prabhupada's mantra, Prabhupada will offer. So, that's what makes it prasadam. So, on the strength of such pure devotees, Acharya and Tulasi, uh, we can be confident that it is Prasadam. Okay, so... Anaswara. Prabhu, if we give a profit full for Krishna, then it will free ourselves as even in our Vaishnava community, we take money from outside, right? Taking money from outside is different from working for them and, you know, giving to Krishna. That's totally different. 
two different things if we, if i can give full of my earnings yeah it's good but if i'm giving full of my all of my earnings to krishna then why don't i work for krishna directly and get others to contribute to krishna if i am contributing my wealth then i am not allowing others to contribute right of course there is unlimited acceptance of but i can do that service of helping others also and in fact see it is good that if i can offer my earnings to krishna but it comes with a cost though see we have to associate with materialists and that association influences our consciousness and that's a heavy price to pay because at the end of life if those impressions remain and not only end of life even during our life we may be influenced in uh, subtle ways by their association and sometimes we may even make big decisions like oh i will send my son to some university somewhere in canada uk or you know some harvard or you know some mit these are all material desires i mean if one is a devotee full not that full on de- i have seen full on devotees also having this kind of desires that my son should become this 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 so basically they're not reading so i should not mislead him to go to some university and then get uh, contaminated in that association why why so i have to make him devotee full on you should also preach so we may get influenced by all these things so the association is what counts it's not just the fruit i mean what is your life i mean what who are you associating with if you can associate all those hours that you are associating with the materialists instead if you can associate with devotees how much benefit you will have so to consider all these things so it is better um if we work and give to krishna the results but it is even better if we completely surrender to him and full on join if we cannot do that for some reason first of all it has to be evaluated by surrender devotees what the reason is because sometimes it's just our own attachment and excuses and those have to be removed and if there is some actually valid reason like you know one has a family or some time uh, maybe you know something some debts or whatever so that has to be evaluated and sometimes it can be only misconception in the mind oh prabhu i cannot prabhu yeah you can but i cannot because uh, i have to work why you have to work prabhu because i have to work huh? that kind of answer won't be or sometimes reasons are just to cover up our attachment because i don't want to leave my so called comfortable material situation so i will say that i cannot do this i cannot do that so that a devotee has to evaluate what is your situation really can you really do it or should not so a devotee will push you to join nobody joins without pushing i was pushed by bisnugopal prabhu otherwise i wouldn't have joined i wouldn't even have thought of joining the idea even did not occur unless he said when to join then yes that's why there is this you know nice verse You see this verse, Raghunath Das Goswami um, composed this verse uh, glorifying Sanatana Goswami. He said, Vairagya yug bhaktirasam prayatnair apayayanmam anabhipsumandham kripam budhirya paradukha dukhi sanatanastam prabhumashrayami I was unwilling to drink the nectar of devotional service possessed of renunciation. 
वैराग्ययुग्भक्तिरसं प्रयत्नैरपाययन माम अनभीप्सुमंधम आई वॉज अंधम आई वॉज ब्लाइंड आई वॉज इन टेकिंग टू द पाथ ऑफ रिनाउंसिएशन डिवोशन पाथ ऑफ डिवोशन फिल्ड विथ रिनाउंसिएशन दट मीन्स इज फुल टाइम दिस इज फुल ऑफ जॉइनिंग ऑफकोर्स रघुनाथ दास को स्वामी वॉज ऑलवेज रनिंग अवे फ्रॉम होम बट इन इज ह्यूमिलिटी ही सैट दिस बट इन आवर केस so what he is saying i was unwilling to drink this is true in our case we are also unwilling to drink the unwilling to take up renunciation but but sanatan goswami out of his causeless mercy made me drink it forced me even though i was otherwise unable to do so therefore he is an ocean of mercy he is very compassionate to fallen souls like me and thus it is my duty to offer my respectful obeisances unto his lotus feet in fact shila prabhupad also composed a similar prayer to his uh, sanyas guru just allow me a second i will so this is the book a shower of divine compassion from which we have read the vrindavan bhajan and here You see, he wrote this. I don't know if you can see it. Shri Keshava Pranam Shloka. This Keshava is uh, Keshava Pragyan Maharaj, uh, Bhakti Pragyan Keshava Maharaj. Sorry, who actually gave him Sanyas Diksha to Shri Prabhupada from Gaudiya Math. Now he uh, composed this Sanskrit verse towards him. Vairagya Vidya Nija Bhakti Yogam. apayayan mam you, you just see how closely it resembles this verse it, he actually took it from here vairagya vidyani ja bhakti yogam apayayan mam anabhipsumandham shri keshava shri keshava bhakti pragnana nama kripam budhiryastam aham prapadye i was completely blind unwilling to drink the medicine of krishna consciousness which is endowed with knowledge of transcendental detachment from this material world but my god brother shri bhakti pragyana keshav maharaj forcefully made me drink this medicine so he gave me this sanyas he showed this favor upon me because he is an ocean of mercy i offer my respectful obeisances unto him so he honored his god brother who was his sanyas guru uh, in that way so he uh, you know a little bit changed it so he composed like that so i also need to compose something like that to sundagopal prabhu because without you know that pushing we are always unwilling to join full time it is because of the mercy so that has to be evaluated the devotees will evaluate okay is he really can't he really join or he is just making up some excuses sometimes even the devotee who is making up those excuses doesn't understand that he is making up those excuses because he can't see his own attachment so the devotee mercifully cuts that attachment and shows him the real thing prabhu did that with me sundagopal prabhu i wanted to go back one 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 of the um, semester holidays he said what are you going to do at home because my i'm i'm in singapore and home is in india so one and a half months you know no 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 you you stay in the temple and learn how to be a proper devotee he forced me it was very very painful because i was i already told them that i was coming and i had to disappoint my mother my sister my brothers and is that was pinching a bit but i understood what he was saying was correct and i accepted yes i should not go i told them i'm not coming it was very hard convincing them at that point but i did it 
and uh, i said no i'm not coming that's it i i will learn some seva here so and i have to i have to admit that it was actually probably the life changing part of my life because those one and a half months i got full experience of full time life and the classes of sundagopal prabhu every single morning bhagavatam class way back this was i'm talking about 2006 2006 i'm talking about like 15 years ago so i mean i was just, the inspiration levels were through the roof those one and a half months was like that was the time i decided that after my college after my studies i'm going to join full time but that would not have happened if he did not forcibly stop me from there but sometimes those who are not advanced they find fault with devotees uh, how can you say like that you know he's curtailing my independence you know he's doing this i've seen devotees like that also they don't understand the mercy and they actually leave with bitter taste in their minds they leave the association of devotees so if we can only take that with you know with um, in the right attitude that he's actually doing this for my own mercy that's why this verse is very important we have to remember how ragunadas goswami composed this you see we are not we are unwilling but the devotees will force and it is painful like Prabhupada was in Grihastha Ashram and then Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur, after he has left this world, he was coming into the dream of Prabhupada. Three times he came and he pulled him by the ear, come take sannyas. And he was afraid. He was, you know, how, how can I give up, you know, how can I, you know, give up my family and how can I do all this? How can I take sannyas now? I have so many responsibilities. Three times Bhaktisiddhanta Saraswati Thakur came. And finally, Bhakti Pragyan Keshava Maharaj asked him, even after he left his family he did not immediately take sanyas he was in vanaprastha stage and finally i mean bhakti pragnana kesav maharaj he asked him you take sanyas you have dedicated your life for preaching you should take sanyas and fulfill the order that bhaktisdan saraswati our our uh, spiritual master has given you you have to preach to the western world so you you should do that so that's why he composed that verse for his sanyas guru so this is importance important That's why if you see Bhagavad Gita 12, yeah, I'll just go not Sanskrit, only the English, you know, 12, 6, 7, um, Krishna says, actually from 6 all the way to 12, you know, it's very important. So, but those who worship me, giving up all their activities unto me and being devoted to me without deviation, engaged in devotional service and always meditating upon me, having fixed their minds upon me. for them i am the swift deliverer from the ocean of birth and death this is like pure devotional service right so next and for him for them he is a swift deliverer from ocean of birth and death for those who are completely fixed on him those who are not completely fixed he is not that swift of a deliverer because he wants to deliver quickly but we we don't want so okay krishna says fine so he will not be as swift of a deliverer So that's why Krishna says now next verse. Just fix your mind upon me, the supreme personality of Godhead, and engage all your intelligence in me, my dear Pitamano Buddha. Thus you will live in me always without a doubt, my dear Arjuna, winner of wealth. If you cannot fix your mind upon me without deviation, uh, so if you cannot do this topmost standard, do the next standard, next possible standard. Then follow the regulative principles of Bhakti Yoga. Just now it was Raga Yoga, like complete absorption, like Prema. Uh, bhava, prema, and all these things. But now it is 
vaidhi bhakti sadhana bhakti if you cannot do raganuga bhakti okay do vaidhi bhakti follow the regulatory principles of bhakti yoga in this way develop a desire to attain me okay next best thing can't do that if you cannot practice the regulations of bhakti yoga then just try to work for me because by working for me you will come to the perfect stage now if you work and give the results to krishna or you come and um, do some uh, service in the temple some voluntary service engage your time in krishna service do some work for krishna if you cannot fully follow everything okay start doing something no i cannot do so i will not do anything no 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 not 100 or 0 if you can do 10 better than 0 not as good as 100 but better than 0 you see so that's the whole point here then next if however you are unable to work in this consciousness of me then try to act giving up all results of your work and try to be self situated you know at least give up your work you, know, you cannot you know giving up the results so if i cannot engage my time and everything okay give some money the result of your work is money right uh at least give up that and give to krishna it's not that oh prabhu yeah that's good so i will engage my time but money i will keep no money and time if i can spend time and then i also understand that okay this is important that means i should spend my money also but if i cannot spend my time okay at least money see first is full life complete whole life is just krishnas cannot okay regulative principles but still krishnas full time regulative principles everything cannot then yes use your time as much as possible and wealth and whatever you have cannot wealth at least if you don't have time see it's not that i'll do this so this i cannot no it should be inclusive hmm if you cannot then okay take out one of the aspects take out one of the aspects take out one of the aspects like that like you know earth has all the five you know all five senses can perceive right there is sound there is touch there is form there is taste there is smell in water there is no smell that is not mean uh, earth has smell that does not mean it does not have taste uh, form uh, feel feel i mean the touch and the sound it has it has all including smell water does not have smell but it has taste and you know everything else other four fire like water has more than fire so you get the point so water has all the qualities of fire plus taste fire has all the qualities of air plus form um, air has all the qualities of ether plus touch so like that this is also so one by one layer take out that's it but the others are still included okay so if you are unable to work in this consciousness try to give up the results if you cannot take to this practice then engage yourself in the cultivation of knowledge okay you cannot give your money you cannot give your time okay start to read books prabhupas books at least try to understand because you haven't understood that's why your convictions are somewhere else and your priorities are somewhere else that's why your time everybody has the same thing so why some people can volunteer some people cannot because priorities are somewhere else so how will priorities change based on convictions how will convictions change based on knowledge cultivate knowledge better than knowledge however is meditation of course chanting in our case and better than meditation is renunciation of the fruits of action for by such renunciation one can attain peace of mind so better means it is not that meditation is devoid of knowledge it is with knowledge but now 
ಆಕ್ಟಿಂಗ್ ಆನ್ ದಟ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಸಂಬಂಧ ಅಭಿಧೇಯ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಇಸ್ ಅನ್ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟಿ ಸೇಮ್ ಸೊ ಆಕ್ಟಿವಿಟಿ ಇಸ್ ಬೇಸ್ಡ್ ಆನ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಬಲ ಕ್ರಿಯಾ ಸೊ ಕ್ರಿಯಾ ಇಸ್ ದಿ ಎಂಡ್ ಅವರ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಇಸ್ ದ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಬಲ ಇಸ್ ದ ಕೆಪಾಸಿಟಿ ಸೊ ದೀಸ್ ತ್ರೀ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಬಿ ದ ಸೊ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ ಕೆ ನಾಟ್ ಹ್ಯಾಪನ್ ವಿದೌಟ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಸೊ ಮೆಡಿಟ್ ಬೆಟರ್ ದೆನ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಇಸ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಇನ್ಕ್ಲೂಡ್ಸ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಸೊ ಐ ವುಡನ್ ಬಿ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಇಫ್ ಸಮಡಿ ಆಸ್ ಮಿ ಚಾಂಟ್ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ವೈ ಬಟ್ ಇಫ್ ಐ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡ್ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾಸ್ ಬುಕ್ಸ್ ಓ ಎಸ್ ಐ ಹ್ಯಾವ್ ಟು ಚಾಂಟ್ ಎಸ್ ಎಸ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಡೂ ಸೊ ದಟ್ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಇಸ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಇಫ್ ಐ ಡೂ ವಿದೌಟ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಇವೆಂಚುಲಿ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ಡ್ರೈ ಅಪ್ ಐ ವಿಲ್ ಗಿವ್ ಇಟ್ ಅಪ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಮೀನ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಒನ್ ಡೇ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಕಾನ್ಸ್ಟೆಂಟ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಸ್ಟೈಲ್ ಸೊ ರಿನೌನ್ಸೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ ಸೆನ್ ದೆನ್ ದಟ್ ಸೆನ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಯು ನೋ ದಟ್ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ವಿಲ್ ಕಮ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಸಮ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಚಾಂಡ್ ಹರಿ ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಸ್ಟಿಲ್ ಅಟ್ರಾಕ್ಟೆಡ್ ಆಲ್ ಮೆಟೀರಿಯಲ್ ಥಿಂಗ್ಸ್ ಇಟ್ಸ್ ನಾಟ್ ಕಂಪ್ಲೀಟ್ಲಿ ಫೋಕಸ್ಡ್ ಬಟ್ ದಟ್ಸ್ ವೈ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ಯುಗ ಭಕ್ತಿರ್ ರಸಂ ಪ್ರತಿ ರಸಂ ಪ್ರಯತ್ನಯರ್ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ನಿಜಭಕ್ತಿ ಯೋಗ ಶಿಕ್ಷಾರ್ಥಮೇಕ ಪುರುಷ ಪುರಾಣ ಶ್ರೀಕೃಷ್ಣ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಶರೀರಧಾರಿ ಕೃಪಾಂ ಕೃಪಾಂಬುಧಿರ್ಯಸ್ತಮಹಂ ಪ್ರಪದ್ಯೆ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಸರ್ವಭೌಮ ಭಟ್ಟಾಚಾರ್ಯ ಆಲ್ಸೋ ರೋಡ್ ವರ್ಸ್ ಅಬೌಟ್ ಚೈತನ್ಯ ಮಹಾಪ್ರಭು ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ದ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಲೈನ್ ಆಫ್ ಪ್ರಭುಪಾದ್ ಮಂತ್ರ ಐ ಮೀನ್ ಫಾರ್ ಕೇಶವ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾನ್ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಭಕ್ತಿ ಪ್ರಜ್ಞಾನ್ ಕೇಶವ ಮಹಾರಾಜ್ ಇಸ್ ಆ್ಯಕ್ಚುಲಿ ಟೇಕನ್ ಫ್ರಮ್ ದಟ್ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ನಿಜಭಕ್ತಿ ಯೋಗ ಸೊ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವಿದ್ಯಾ ಮಸ್ ಬಿ ದೇರ್ ಸೊ ಕಲ್ಟಿವೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ನಾಲೆಜ್ ಜ್ಞಾನ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಮೆಡಿಟೇಷನ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ವೈರಾಗ್ಯ ರಿನೌನ್ಸೇಷನ್ ಆಫ್ ಫ್ರೂಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ ಬಿಕಾಸ್ ಅಲ್ಟಿಮೇಟ್ಲಿ ವಿ ಆರ್ ರಿನೌನ್ಸ್ ಅವರ್ ಓಲ್ ಲೈಫ್ ಆ್ಯಂಡ್ ಗಿವ್ ಇಟ್ ಟು ಕೃಷ್ಣ ಇಫ್ ಐಮ್ ನಾಟ್ ಆನ್ ದರ್ ಲೆವೆಲ್ ಓಕೆ ರಿನೌನ್ಸ್ ರಿಸಲ್ಟ್ಸ್ ಆಫ್ ಆಕ್ಷನ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಸೊ ಸಮಟೈಮ್ಸ್ ಪೀಪಲ್ ಡಿವೋಟೀಸ್ ಆರ್ ದೇರ್ ಹೂ ಆರ್ ನಾಟ್ ವೆರಿ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಐ ಆಮ್ ಚಾಂಟಿಂಗ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಐ ಆಮ್ ಡೂಯಿಂಗ್ ಸರ್ವಿಸ್ ಪ್ರಭು ಐ ಆಲ್ ಟು ಬಟ್ ಐ ವೋಂಟ್ ಗಿವ್ ಮನಿ ಐ ಐ ದೇ ವಿಲ್ ವಾಂಟ್ ಗಿವ್ ದ ಮನಿ ಫಾರ್ ದಮ್ ಸರ್ಸ್ ಯು ನೋ ಸೊ ಪ್ರಾಬ್ ನಾಟ್ ಪ್ರಾಪರ್ ಅಂಡರ್ಸ್ಟ್ಯಾಂಡಿಂಗ್ ಸೊ ಇಫ್ ಐ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಕಮ್ ಟು ದ ಪಾಯಿಂಟ್ ಆಫ್ ಇವನ್ ಗಿವಿಂಗ್ ಮೈ ಮನಿ ಆರ್ ಯು ನೋ ಇಫ್ ಐ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಈಸಿಲಿ ಫ್ರೀಲಿ ಗಿವ್ ಟು ಕೃಷ್ಣ ದಟ್ ಇಸ್ ಅಡ್ವಾನ್ಸ್ಮೆಂಟ್ ಹೌ ಮಚ್ ಐ ಕ್ಯಾನ್ ಗಿವ್ ಟು ಕೃಷ್ಣ what i whatever is most dear to us we must give to krishna hmm. that is proper renunciation not that prabhu i am getting new furniture for my house this old broken furniture is there you want prabhu for temple i mean of course all our furniture is old actually this table this table is second hand this chair no it's the first hand uh, one devotee actually bought nicely and uh, there is some other chair here which is second hand um yeah i mean we have many second hand actually people give it to us we accept you know you know if we can use it we will accept you know but the proper way the best way to give actually is best thing i have to give to krishna not the second hand one or the second grade one oh whatever i'm throwing i'll give to krishna no best thing i have to give to krishna myself i have to keep it simple krishna has to be royal or temple devotee's service everything should be the best i myself have to be simple not that i would take the luxury and give them khachda to the devotees <laughs> some garbage so like that okay that was a very long answer i have not changed yet i think i thought i was getting better but no Okay so this happens to be I think the last question Okay I think Subala Prabhu has given something point I'll go through that Is it real for 
Brahmachari will work but live in a temple and give all his wealth to the temple. No, no, if he is living in the temple, why is he working outside? That wealth, he can collect more money from others than working in a job. You ask Subala Prabhu. Subala Prabhu, you know, collects funds for our festivals and all this. With calling a few people, he can get $30,000, you know, for Janmashtami. $50,000 sometimes. Huh? If I work outside, how much will I get? One whole month I will work and then I will get some two three thousand dollars Whereas with a few calls here, there, we are just sending WhatsApp messages, uh, getting thousands, tens of thousands of dollars. Huh? If I am staying in the temple, why have to work? What kind of brahmacharya is that? Of course, there are some devotees who are staying in the temple and working, but because they have some family commitments, you know, they are. Otherwise, they cannot even stay here. So the the work pass, you know, the work permit, because the foreigners here, so many many other issues come into play. Uh, if if possible, they would have joined full time, but some of them can't because they are stuck in a different country now, and then the work pass rules are different. So those complications are there. So otherwise, um, if you are staying in the temple and you have no strings attached, so why you have to work and give that money to them? Who needs that money? Collect from people. Go and talk to them. Convince them about Krishna. Convince them to donate to Krishna, and then give them. that's preaching. In that way, I will learn how to preach, how to... Just like Sanatan Goswami pushed Raghunath Das Goswami. At least he claimed that. Of course, Raghunath Das Goswami is, you know, always renounced. But the point is pushing. So, somebody has pushed me to become devotee. So, I have to push others, okay? They, some of them become, can become devotees. So, but some of them, I have to push them to give their money to Krishna. Some push them to read some books of Prabhupada. So, I have to push. that. Nobody is willing to take up this. Nobody in the material world wants to take up this. Take this up. But we have to push. Devotees, what is the mercy of the devotees? Lord says, don't touch the non-devotees, don't disturb them. But devotees go and poke them and disturb them. For who? For their own good. So that pushing, a devotee has to push. Otherwise, he is not devotee. If somebody says, if you say, please, please chant Hare Krishna. If that person says, Prabhu, I have no time. Then if the devotee says, okay, Prabhu, then okay. What kind of nonsense devotee is that? He has to tell that, oh, you rascal, what are you spending your time with? You don't have some few minutes in your day. Huh? You're watching social media, you have millions of hours. Uh, working here, talking gossip, you have millions of hours. So you have to convince. Of course, not in this language. I mean, <laughs> explain to him. I mean, nicely. Saying that, oh, no, you must chant. Uh, because we can spend some time. We have time to eat, we have time to speak, you know, we have to time to talk so many things. Why can't we chant? Hmm? We, we have to, we are, so if, uh, if one is not willing to chant, okay, Give the book. This is why you have to chant. This is why. This is what you have to understand. Okay, take this book. So we have to develop that art of pushing. Devotee means pushing. Otherwise, not devotee. What kind of nonsense preaching is this? Oh, okay, you want to do that? Okay, you do whatever you want. Where is the preaching then? Hmm. So there is um, Subala Prabhu is saying this chapter twelve Gita progression links nicely to three nine thirteen. The pious activities of the people such as performance of Vedic rituals, charity, osteopenances and transcendental service performed with a view to worship you and satisfy you by offering you the fruitive results are also beneficial. Such acts of religion never go in vain. Hmm. Important point. So, <clears throat> so this is all necessary. Okay. okay, next, next, next. Okay, this is the, I think the end of the live stream questions. But some people ask me on Instagram, so I'm still not done. 
let me try so first question is by devang kotle now because i don't know how to put those question on the screen here i'll just read out krishna is always appearing in some universe and performing his eternal pastimes so do the pastimes in every universe are same or different pastimes same pastimes there may be slight differences in details like varaha he came at least as we know he came twice of course he may have come millions of times one is red varaha one is shweta varaha white varaha in one of them the earth just slipped out from the orbit and then was in the garbhodaka ocean in another time it was hiranyaksha demon so there is a slight difference in that detail so there may be slight differences here and there like yamaraj he mentions bhishma dev in the 12 mahajans list 6320 bhagavatam bhishma dev i mean bhishma dev just came 5000 years ago yamaraj mentioned it in you know, like like millions of years ago achamil time so what is that how come so bhishma dev must have come every time krishna comes bhishma dev also comes because he is nitya siddha Um, whether he comes in the same capacity like for example best example is in bhagavad gita um he says bahuni me vyatitani krishna says you arjuna and myself we have taken birth many 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 times but you don't do not remember i remember and one of those births he mentioned that because he spoke to sun god and arjuna asked how come you spoke to sun god you are now here and sun god is way senior to you by birth how come you spoke to him and enlightened him then he says many births we have taken i remember everything but you don't that means you were also there arjuna on the sun planet with me when i was speaking to sun god you don't remember it i remember so in different form i mean different ways he comes but giridhari i mean this uh, govardhan leela and this and killing of the demon these are all same you know he will be killing now these are same past times that happen in every universe but they happen i don't know maybe if there are slight dis- differences in details i don't know and like i mentioned these details differences just now if there are science slight differences i don't know what i understand is the same past times go on that's what um we have read in that purport that dimitri was showing us um what was that 2397 what was that but chapter that was so the same pastimes that happen in goloka vrindavan happen also in the material world but of course we also know that in goloka vrindavan there is no killing of demons that open only happens in the material world so do the demons are the, are the demons the same that's what we understand nithilila that's what i understand from that statement but whether there are differences in minute details and minor details i don't know i don't know so i can't say but from that statement generally it appears that it's the same past times so um wait a second oh i can't believe this i thought it was like wait wait I have way many way more questions than 10 twenty, 25 questions on Instagram no way no way ah uh, okay let me see what best I can do can you explain me Shiva Keshav Bheda 
the difference between Shiva and Krishna. Okay, let's take out that one verse and we're done with it. I'm sorry, but uh, I don't know what else to do. But this is the Debheda, this is the difference anyway. Kshiram yathada divikara vishesha yoga sanjayate na hitata prithagasti heto yasham bhutama pitathasam upaiti karya govindamadi purusham tamaham bhajami. Now the explanation can be very nuanced, but I'm just going to keep it brief. Just as milk is transformed into curd by the action of acids, but yet the effect curd is neither same as nor different from its cause, viz. milk. So I adore the primeval Lord Govinda, of whom the state of Shambhu is a, trans- is a transformation for the performance of the work of destruction. So the difference is between like the milk and curd, yogurt. So yogurt is nothing but milk, but it's not milk. So Shiva is like that. He is uh, almost as powerful as the Lord, but he's not as powerful as the Lord. He's different from the Lord. Um, he'll never be equal to the Lord. He's always a servant of the Lord. Um, so that's the simplest simplest explanation. There can be a lot of explanation on this, but um, you can, I think, one of our Chaitanya Charitamrita classes when Advaita Acharya was being explained. Um, that time, I think, we covered some of that Mahavishnu and uh, Sadashiva and all that. Maybe that class can be shared as a, as a link in the comment section and later on in the YouTube video. So I think for the moderator, I request, uh, please compile all these links we need to put in the description of the YouTube video and now in the uh, Facebook also you can put this in the comment section because those who watch the video if they watch until the until this part then they can see the link there okay so next can you explain about Ras Leela I am not qualified to talk about Ras Leela of course there is um, we have studied Radha Krishna you know situation in the fourth chapter of Chaitanya Charitamrita, elaborately when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the internal reasons of the appearance of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, so the f- fifth and sixth verses of the original first 14 verses of Chaitanya Charitamrita, so they are explained in the fourth chapter of the Adalila. Um, maybe that whole playlist can be shared. Sorry about that. <laughs> But this is a very elevated topic. Why? Why? Okay, first of all, it is explained there. Fine. But why do we want to talk about Ras Lila? Am I even chanting properly? Let me be concerned about that. Why? Why I go into Ras Lila and all this? Why? Let me do what I have to do first now. Okay. It is there, Ras Lila. Yeah, it is the highest, but we are not anywhere close. So let us start where we have to start first. Okay. Chant Hare Krishna. Uh, are you eating prasadam? Please eat prasadam every day. Every single meal, every single thing that you eat, you should be prasadam. Are you following the morning program? Let's be concerned with these things first. Raslila is no need, no need. At this point, no need. Okay. Next. If we do puja to Krishna, can we do puja to other gods also? Is it not necessary to do puja to Shiva? No. Okay, just one verse. There are many, 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 many verses in this connection. One verse. Krishna says, no. Those who are devotees of other gods and who worship them with faith actually worship only me or son of Kunti, but they do so in a wrong way. So that's wrong. Okay. Okay. Chaitanya Charitamrita Adalila, chapter 4. Playlist is here. Raslila, if you want, you can go and read there. But don't jump too quickly. 
ఫస్ట్ చాన్ హరే కృష్ణ అండ్ ఫాలో ఆల్ ద ప్రిన్సిపల్స్ ఫస్ట్ ఓకే సో దూ సో రాంగ్ అవిసిపూర్వకం ఇన్ఫ్యాక్ట్ కృష్ణ ఆల్సో సేస్ సెవెన్ ట్వంటీ దీస్ ఆర్ సింపుల్ క్వశ్చన్స్ ఐ మీన్ యూ షుడ్ బి ఆస్కింగ్ ఆర్ యూ ఈవెన్ రీడింగ్ ప్రోబాస్ బుక్స్ కామస్తే హితజ్ఞాన ప్రపద్యంతి అన్నదేవత తమ తమ నియమాస్తాయ ప్రకృతి అని యథాస్వయ దోసు బై ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ హూస్ ఇంటెలిజెన్స్ హెస్ బిన్ స్టోల్ బై మెటీరియల్ డిజైన్ సరండర్ అండ్ డెమికార్డ్స్ అండ్ ఫాలో ద పర్టికులర్ రూల్స్ అండ్ రెగ్యులేషన్స్ ఆఫ్ వర్షిప్ అకార్డింగ్ టు దర్ ఓన్ నేచర్స్ యూ కెన్ రీడ్ ప్రోబాస్ బుక్స్ ఐ థింక్ ఆల్ ద ఆన్సర్స్ ఆర్ హియర్ ఐ ప్రిఫర్ ఆన్సర్ ఇన్ క్వశ్చన్స్ విచ్ ఆర్ మోర్ డీప్ విచ్ రిక్వైర్ మోర్ కాంటెంప్లేషన్ విచ్ రిక్వైర్ మోర్ అండర్స్టాండింగ్ బట్ నెక్స్ట్ సత్యం ఇస్ ఆస్కింగ్ ప్లీజ్ గైడ్ రిగార్డింగ్ ద రీడింగ్ ఆఫ్ షిల్ ప్రభుపాస్ బుక్స్ వాట్ గైడింగ్ యూ వాంట్ అబౌట్ రీడింగ్ ప్రభుపాస్ బుక్స్ టేక్ ద బుక్స్ అండ్ రీడ్ నా వాట్ ఈస్ దట్ అదర్వైజ్ యా టేక్ ద బుక్స్ అండ్ రీడ్ గో టు యువర్ నియరెస్ట్ డిస్కౌంట్ టెంపుల్ అండ్ బై ఆల్ ద బుక్స్ అండ్ స్టార్ట్ రీడింగ్ ఆర్ గో టు కృష్ణ స్టోర్ డాట్ కామ్ ఆర్ యూనో కృష్ణ వాట్ ఈస్ దట్ కృష్ణ స్టోర్ ఆర్ ఓఆర్జీ ఆర్ సంథింగ్ గో అండ్ బై ద బుక్స్ ఆర్ యూనో ఆన్లైన్ దరదే ప్రభుపాత్ బుక్స్ డాట్ కామ్ ప్రభుపాత్ డాట్ ఐఓ రీడ్ రీడ్ వాట్ గైడెన్స్ యూ నీడ్ ఓపెన్ ద బుక్ అండ్ రీడ్ దట్స్ ఆల్ నెక్స్ట్ క్వశ్చన్ సత్యం అగైన్ సో హ్యాస్ టు ప్రివెంట్ ఆల్ సచ్ ఒఫెన్సెస్ వాట్ షుడ్ దేఫర్ ప్రాపర్లీ రీడ్ యూటిలైజ్ అండర్స్టాండ్ అండ్ రియలైజ్ అండ్ దెన్ డూ అదర్ డివోషనల్ యాక్టివిటీస్ నో 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 ఈవెన్ ఇఫ్ యూ డోంట్ ఫుల్లీ రియలైజ్ డూ అదర్ డివోషనల్ యాక్టివిటీ వాట్ ఎవర్ యూ క్యాన్ యూ డూ అండ్ ఈవెన్చువలీ విత్ సెట్ సర్వీస్ ఓన్లీ యూ విల్ రియలైజ్ దట్ దాట్ యూ కెన్ సో హ్యాస్ టు హో ఐ అండర్స్టాండ్ వాట్ యూ సెయింగ్ హి హి పుట్ ఇన్ త్రీ మెసేజెస్ యాక్చువల్లీ హీ సేస్ హీ వాంట్స్ టు రీడ్ గైడింగ్ హీ ఆస్ మీ టు గైడ్ ఆన్ రీడింగ్ ప్రభుపాస్ బుక్స్ so that he can understand everything properly and then engage in devotional services otherwise he will commit offenses this is not the way to go about it we will commit offenses we will have to learn from those offenses and we will progress that's it nama nama paradha yuktanam namanyeva harantyagham avishranti prayuktani tanye varthakarani cha so you want to come to a perfect stage and then start chanting purely you don't want to chant offenses with chanting is not possible you cannot go to the pure state without coming from the offensive stage and then slowly by constant chanting we will become more and more purified so we can't come to pure stage and start then chanting and all the services without offenses no such thing it's not that with knowledge we will just suddenly become we have to engage in devotional services and only that way and reading constantly i mean uh, simultaneously eventually over time it will take time for perfection you know to come not that i will become perfect and then start chanting you cannot become perfect without chanting so never mind even if it is with offenses start chanting first and then keep be mindful of the offenses and try to avoid them as much as possible and eventually we will we will come to a stage where we will no more offenses then it is pure chanting okay so many questions by satyam one person I, this is not i only usually answer three questions from a person not more but deviated from shri prabhupada's teachings one may conclude that to avoid such horrible offenses i don't know you're writing so many things in different different messages i don't know how to and also after seeing what happened to iskon and the direct disciples of shri prabhupada who then later think of doing other devotional activities you yes there are bad examples in iskon okay they have deviated 
you follow the good example that's it not that oh they have become bad so i don't be- want to become like that so i want to become perfect first no no such thing you just have to be in the right association and then you will be guided rightly and then you will be doing everything right okay so one may think that is better that first i properly read everything and understand no no we've already well the same point same point so okay this question is more relevant same by satyam again i mean what order should we read since there is enormous literature that shri prabhupada left for us uh, read the simple books first small small books science of self realization bhagavad gita nectar of devotion nectar of instruction teachings of lord chaitanya bhagavatam uh, chaitanya charitamrita like that you take any book and read now open the book and read you know without asking questions just open the book and read even one line you read from any book it will, it will save you you know so become just read whichever book you take read cover to cover keep on reading this book finish that book this book finish that book that book finish this book read keep on reading if you finish all the books read them again uh, read them okay so next my question how should a neophyte approach prabhupada's books okay i have already mentioned this fine you read prabhupada's books and also attend the classes of the devotees who are following properly aka iskm Okay, this is a question by Bhumika. What common practices by Sanatan Dharma followers you would like to change? We don't want to change anything. We want, they are already changed. They have changed. We wish to bring them back to the original. So, in that sense, yes, they have to change. Because they have to change their changed version. and come back to the original version so the original version of sanatan dharma as opposed to so called hinduism that exists nowadays the first real defect is the lack of knowledge nobody is reading and even if they are reading they are reading from some bogus rascal swami or nonsense who are not even in any parampara and speaking some rubbish first of all they have to read prabhupada's books because he is coming and authorize vaishnava sampradaya evam parampara praptam Uh, which uh, which so called hindu huh, knows bhagavad gita properly even they don't even know what is in the bhagavad gita they never touched the book never saw the book so the first thing that we would want to change in these people is the habit of reading reading from prabhupada's books reading from the pure devotee acharya then yes everything will follow how did the, our movement books are the basis how will our movement growing because of the books how did i i am so called from hindu family brahmin family how did i join up this knowledge there was no knowledge in the so called brahmin family there's no knowledge in those rituals just superficial rituals with absolutely zero meaning zero understanding so it's useless but once knowledge was there then yes surrender came so knowledge is what changes will uh, changes people so that transcendental knowledge prabhupada's books have to be distributed that's the primary change we want to bring next
what is that Bina being a Vaishnava can we do seva of Bal Vigraha of Lord Krishna like Brajvasi used to do oh I have answered your question in the private chat so don't think about Vrajvasi you know we cannot imitate them uh, you have Bal Gopal Vigraha already in your house okay you just wipe you know now you anyway you're not second initiated there are so many rules for deity worship now you just wipe the deity but mainly as I already advised you in the private chat engage yourself in the Shravan Kirtan process that is more important I think you told me you were chanting 8 rounds uh, so increase that to 16 read Prabhupada's books I think you have read 2 small books until now good that is very good read more that is more important as I just said knowledge is the main thing this Shravan Kirtan Kirtan is the chanting Shravan is the hearing or the reading start that first our devotion cannot grow and we cannot be like Vrajvasis and you know this pure devotion all this very very later stage let us start the basics first yeah we should get there but let's start the basics because if this is not done we cannot get there so this we have to do next question if there are two consecutive ekadashis in a row sometimes on which one should I fast um, see I am not an expert in astrology but in our Vaishnava calendar it is mentioned there yeah, Gcal, the app called Gcal or Vaishnava Calendar on Android. Two Vaishnava Calendar apps are there on Android. On iPhone, it is Gcal. On Mac, it is Gcal, Gaudiya Calendar, G for Gaudiya. Um, so these, there used to be a Vcal before when I first joined. I don't see that anymore. So these have the detail on which day one should fast. So which how what actually determines that the entire science I do not know but there is this thing called hmm, Mahadvadasi so there are eight conditions under which the Ekadashi cannot be followed but the Dvadashi has to be followed there is one called Trispursha Mahadvadasi that means the Ekadashi touches three days the evening of one day the whole of one day the second day and then the beginning of the third day Three sprisha. Three means three. Sprisha means touching. It touches three days. So that is a Mahadvadasi. Uh, so one of those days, I mean, I don't exactly. Un- There's actually on the Strengthening Foundation series, I have done a video on Ekadashi. <clears throat> In that, I have covered those rules. I don't remember them offhand now. But I have covered those rules, not all eight. I could only find four of them. And I have uh, shared that in that lecture. Maybe that link can be shared here. Um, in that, if you go to the end, I think that part is there where I have um, talked about this Mahadvadashi. So, yeah. So, I am not an expert in astrology, but I just follow the Vaishnava calendar suggestion, whichever says, oh, this is suitable to f- for fasting, this is not suitable. Okay, I'll just follow. Okay. Next. Why why Vedas do not directly state the name of Sri Krishna as supreme? Why so many contradictions? They do. Vedanta Vedanta Krit Veda Videva Chaham Vedaischa Sarvai Rahameva Vedya Krishna says, I mean there in the Veda. But yes, there is so much misleading information. It's not misleading, but if we don't receive from a proper guru, it is misleading. Hmm. <coughs> 
and um, the contradictions is explained by um, chaitanya mahaprabhu 20.145 he quoted from the padma puran chaitanya mahaprabhu व्यामोहायचराचरस्य जगतस् ते ते पुराणागमास् तांतामेव हि देवतम् परमिकां जलपन्तु कल्पावधि सिद्धान्ते पुनरेक एव भगवान् विष्णुः समस्तागमा व्यापारेषु विवेचनव्यतिकरम् नीतेषु निश्चीयते देयर आर मेनी टाइप्स ऑफ वैदिक लिटरेचर्स एंड सप्लीमेंटरी पुराणस In each of them, there are particular demigods who are spoken of as the chief demigods. This is just to create an illusion for moving and non-moving living entities. Let them perpetually engage in such imaginations. However, when one analytically studies all these Vedic literatures collectively, collectively, he comes to the conclusion that Lord Vishnu is the one and only supreme personality of Godhead. This is the verse from Padma Puran. There is another verse also, which is Alodhya, two nine thirty six purport. Yeah. Jiva Goswami also quotes another common passage which is found in three Puranas Padma Puran, Skanda Puran, Linga Puran Alo Disarva Shastrani Vicharya Chapunah Punah Idamekam Sunishpannam Dheyo Narayana Sada By scrutinizingly reviewing all the revealed scriptures and judging them, judging them again and again it is now concluded that Lord Narayana is the supreme absolute truth and thus he alone should be worshipped Okay Relating to the first question, I mean from the Instagram, it's um, Shiva Krishna Bheda. There is a verse also from Padma Puran. Yastu Narayanam Devam Brahma Rudradi Daivatai Samatve Naiva Bhikshetha Sa Pashandi Bhavidhruvam Taditara Samadhi Yasseva Naraki Saha, another verse. So, um, if we consider Narayana or Krishna to be equal to Shiva and Brahma, who are the topmost of demigods, even then he is a resident of hell, is a complete offender, is an atheist. So strong it is. So we cannot consider even Lord Shiva and Lord Krishna to be equal. They are not on the same level. Next question. Um, interesting question. Brahmachari or Grahastha, which is comfortable? I have covered this before. It's not Brahmachari or Grahastha option. It is the stages of life. It's not whether primary school or secondary school, which is better? Which is comfortable? No, no, no. Primary school and then secondary school. So if you are going to Grahastha, first Brahmachari, then Grahastha. Not Brahmachari or Grahastha, Brahmachari then Grahastha. So, these are the stages. Brahmachari, Grahastha, Vanaprastha, Sanyas. If one can remain as Brahmachari all life, that's the best. One can't, then go to Grahastha. Whichever is comfortable for you. Some people are comfortable in Brahmachari life. Some people are, most people are comfortable in Grahastha life. Whichever. Whichever can keep your mind pacified so that you can chant Hare Krishna. If I am in Brahmacharya life and my mind is roving after which girl, you know, always disturbed by, you know, girl or wanting to have, you know, relationship or something like that. But I, I am just remaining as Brahmachari and then trying to chant and my mind is just going here and there. What is the point? Get married and, you know, satisfy that part of the life and focus on Hare Krishna. So for that person, that is comfortable. For some people, they don't want to get into this. They just want to serve for them brahmacharya is comfortable but either way one has to get brahmachari training ideally nowadays of course it is very topsy-turvy but if you can if you are young 
be a brahmachari let's see if you can if you will become a grahastha or not the whole training in the brahmachari is not to think of becoming a grahastha remaining as brahmachari it's only when the last stage you cannot okay go 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 <laughs> grahastha so that is the training in fact when we were i mean when we were training in brahmacharis prabhu was like snugopal prabhu in those days at that time we used to have many brahmacharis now i'm the last man standing so and i need vaishnava's blessing so that i can continue to stand <laughs> not fall <laughs> so prabhu was like so strong like zero room zero room for any women actually in those days not that he was against women but it was just like if one has even a slight you know i will give you an example once um at that time even prahlad prabhu was not married but he was not exactly a brahmachari he was working here in singapore and he was staying in the temple so we went to malaysia and we went to a house program and that house was like you know double story and it was kind of nice looking house so we went to a house program and then he was saying wow this house is nice you know it's very nicely done super and prabhu said you better stop this nonsense huh you getting attracted to this house huh that means you want to become grahastha this is dangerous you know this is nonsense you are talking he immediately chastised him this rubbish consciousness better correct yourself he he, he spoke like this to prahlad bro you can ask prahlad bro Huh? That that strong he was. He just said the house was nicely done. Prabhu said you are nonsense, talking rubbish. We have come here to preach to deliver them from their household consciousness, and you become attracted to household consciousness. What kind of devotee you are? Prabhu was so strong. That is the standard of Brahmacharya. Any slight traces of desire. Of course, later on, Pralad Prabhu became Grahastha, but then the Brahmachari training should be that strong. you know no room no room for even the slightest entrance of you know even when we were you know when like the small children you know um if we get attracted to small children that time you know we used to have uh, another prabhu he used to also you know say now he's no more with us but he used to say ah don't get attracted to children one day you will want to have your own child these things are dangerous for brahmachari be careful He used to always want, even when getting attracted to children, because you know people don't want their own child. So Brahmacharya, these are all dangerous. So Brahmacharya means stay away from that. Smaranam, Kirtanam, Kele, Prakshanam, Guhya Bhashanam, Sankalpo, Dhyavasayascha, Kriya Nirvritti Revacha. Sri Dharma, Sri Dhar Swami has commented on Sri Mad Bhagavatam six one twelve purport in his commentation on that verse. is a brahmachari means complete abstinence from all i mean any connection with women whether in words mind or action yavadartha krit as much as necessary deal that much only that's it no no planning no you know looking at girls you know like you know meditating on this or talking secret secret some private you know romantic chats all these things are forbidden for brahmachari very very dangerous because if one can actually get that determination that no not going to get into this 
that is the biggest saving grace your life will be the happiest if you can be like that cannot next best thing you know just now we saw the 12th chapter next best thing next best thing next best thing so cannot next best thing but why not why not the best so that so never brahmachari or grahastha brahmachari and grahastha of course some people become devotees when they are already grahastha what to do so but if you can you become brahmachari then don't think about when you brahmachari it's not that okay one day i'll become a grahastha that's nonsense it's only when it comes to a stage where okay okay now i have to turn into grahastha ask the permission from the guru and then go but while brahmachari zero not that one day i'll become grahastha no 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 this is nonsense if it happens yeah you know eventually many people will go into grahastha but while being a brahmachari my consciousness is okay one one day i will also become grahastha no that should not be the consciousness i will i should remain as like this only if i really really cannot i cannot control my mind okay then i have to not that okay first day prabhu prabhu i mean devotees will say okay become brahmachari so brahmachari next day prabhu my mind is a little bit disturbed shut up no i mean 5 years at least stay there and you know five at least you know some years stay and become a proper of course first first day the mind is not controlled don't expect so it will take some time so can't be impatient you have to cultivate that desire cultivate that determination cultivate that renunciation and be independent you know nowadays the boys you know they are just pampered by the mother so they can't live without a woman so they have to be pampered by they have they, i mean to, to wash their um, clothes itself prabhu says even better sundagopal to wash their underwear they need their mother and then how they can be uh, self sufficient on their own they cannot function without a woman so they need a wife who does thing you know cook for them they cannot even cook for them, cook themselves they cannot even wash their clothes they cannot do anything and this is not the only thing cooking is not the main thing uh, cooking uh, washing clothes staying without that connection with women is a different league altogether so we have to think of not getting into it at all okay 2242 what 2242 madhya 2242 what 2242 wait let me see rajeshwari madhya saying can continue tomorrow no i'm not going to do tomorrow tomorrow i have other services this is not how can it 2242 oh time i was thinking madhya lila 22 what <laughs> time yeah what to do you know i'm not going to continue tomorrow but i'm going to finish another three questions here oh difference between give geeta and iskm two organizations ritvik organizations i've explained this before even among regarding ias can bangalore because it's a different case okay they are an organization respect them uh, they preach mainly in hindi they are in north india there and we are here they never contacted us we as i told you we have contacted before many many groups um some were successful some were not successful some were partially successful uh, collaborations um in the case of give gita we do not know how it will pan out so far there has no, not been any communication if there is if there is possibility of cooperation if there is possibility of working together certainly we'll do but our current focus is we will work as iskm if somebody work in iskm can work in iskm under the authority 
yes so sometimes what happens in these collaborations some people have different viewpoints and then because they are in their own organization they will have their own viewpoint sometimes and doesn't gel well so and we can't like police it in our organization we can police we can, okay this is the rules this is the rules probably said this okay we, sometimes in other organizations i'm not saying give gita has any of those things but in other organizations we have seen such things so they don't really follow and all that so cooperation will be difficult when we're not on the same page so for those reasons we are only working within the boundaries of iskm and we will expand those boundaries as much as possible and if there's possible cooperation and then you know with working with full synchrony yeah we will look into it but we're not desperate for it at the moment mm. we will just go on with our preaching work if by krishna's grace it happens well and good that's it so that's our current stand on that okay so srikar he's from america so he's asking why did we initially want to separate from krishna and how do we know we won't fall again so many people have asked this question actually before i think we have maybe addressed this before in some other amam session so why did we initially want to separate from krishna because we are part and parcel of krishna so we have all the qualities that krishna has at least most of them uh, but in minute quantities just like ocean has salt water the drop of the ocean also has salt so similarly krishna has independence svarat infinite independence we being his part and parcel we have also independence but very minute basically two choices either we have we can favorably serve krishna or we can choose not to um and the independence means independence it's our choice he does not force it on us he can force it on us he does not force it on us because it's independence love is not forced love cannot be forced so independence so we misused it just like you're a lawful citizen of your country i don't expect that srikar who asked this question um will commit a crime and go to jail possibility is that i am not expected to go to jail but if i do something stupid i can go to jail if i want to i can completely misuse my independence and i choose and i do something absolutely stupid and i go to jail i can do it it is within my control it is within my capacity to go to jail but i am not expected to do so so but the independence is there so similarly but there are some who will misuse their independence and actually do something stupid and go to jail so we did something stupid and came to material world we rejected krishna so that independence is there and therefore we have come here and this is a place of rehabilitation is a place where krishna gives us the chance to you know carry on with our uh, so called plans for sense gratification but he gives it so he makes a whole arrangement but at the same time he also makes the arrangement for us to you know um understand that this is not the platform of happiness so it takes merely millions and trillions of lifetimes before we can understand that lesson and once we understand we can go back to him and why we won't fall again well the chance to fall again is as much there as it was before we came down here so why we won't fall again because now we have learned a lesson once bitten twice shy so there's very hard chance of falling down but still we can fall down if we want if we if we can if we want to be stupid again we can do it but because we will have learned a lesson from this experience <coughs> um then um, it we are expected not to fall down so krishna assures us that protection
and that's why before we make it back to spiritual world this path is set by thorns so that he'll thoroughly make us completely disgusted with this material world so that it's not that oh actually i did not taste that pleasure while if we go back to vaikuntha and say oh actually i did not taste that one how is it then if it, no 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 he will give us complete realization of every single aspect of this material world so that we can become completely disgusted with it so then even if we get the thought we know what it is and then we will completely stay away from it so that's why we will be protected so he will teach us the lesson very hard way hmm. path is set by thorns next question which is the last how to deal with vairagya or dispassion towards this whole world you want to deal with vairagya or, to, or you want to become vairagya you want to have vairagya or you want to deal with it how to become detached don't worry about detachment worry about your attachment to krishna maya sakta manah partha maya sakta get attached to krishna automatically you will become detached from from this material world so read and chant shravan kirtan process will immediately will eventually get us to that vairagya stage okay that's the end of the session thank you very much for your time and i did not keep my promise of 2 hours i'm not so good at it but better than before a little bit little bit little bit so thank you all very much we'll see you on wednesday with the bhagavad gita class right shila prabhupad ki jay anand kodi vaishnav vrind ki jay shila nitai gaur premanand hari hari bol hare krishna